Okay, so before we start the podcast, I just want to let you know that, hey, don't touch that, is brought to you, as always, by our friends at the Greenhouse Food and uh, Health Eatery. Actually, I don't think they're a health eatery, but they create some of the best sandwiches. Not sandwiches, fuck. Um, I might as well be high, but I'm probably half drunk. Anyways, they do some of the best uh, salads, paellas, uh, meal plans, and right now you can get uh, 10 meals at egh.ca for 100 bucks so that's a meal plan you're gonna need food uh they've saved my ass and my family's ass on many a nights um trying to figure out what to eat so go get them i have a personal story though they also in addition to their meal plans they also sell their dressings and sauces for the longest day like uh, the last couple weeks actually it's just like i didn't like eating salad and as a result, I was having issues on the uh, on the washroom. Anyway, uh, my buddy uh, Juan hooked me up with some of that infamous, f- delicious, the best salad dressing you've ever had. Their famous trademark, cocoa lime. And I started eating vegetables again. That's right. I started eating vegetables again. And today, man, I was regular, baby. It was great. So yeah, E-G-H-S-C-H, uh, let them know, let them know we sent you, and you might get a discount. I don't know what that discount is going to be, but you let them know. Uh, you can, they're on all delivery apps, but they also have their own website. So order off there, so they keep all their money, and they don't have to pay Skip the Dishes. They don't have to pay Uber Eats, they can just pay themselves. Alright, www.egh.ca. Welcome to Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that. I'm your host Brian. <laughs> Joined as always with my co-host Jordan. Jordan, what's up? You know the usual laziness on <laughs> on a weekday after dealing with the kids. This feel honestly like draining. Oh, fuck. They're draining. This, yeah, <laughs> kids are draining. They're bleeding. Yo, we gotta <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, we got a special guest on this podcast. He's the unofficial third host of Hey, Don't Touch That. Please welcome James. Hello, James. Hello, long time since I've been on. Has it really been a long time since you've been on? It feels like yesterday. Have you been doing the podcast? Yes, we actually we have. Podcast. I'm glad you've been listening. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, I... I I listen to your latest couple so it's fine you don't have a long drive it's tough it's tough listening to podcasts when you don't have a long period of you need to do something like you walk your dog i guess you could watch you could read a pod or listen read a podcast holy shit listen to a podcast but you also need to research for your fantasy football mm-hmm. season and your fantasy hockey you know understand you have priorities man 
Yeah, and I used to listen to like to and from daycare drop off, but now my kid wants to have a conversation on the way. So <laughs> tough, man. <laughs> I can't. It's tough. Yeah, when I drive my kid around, if it's the older one, it's like okay, well, well, actually, no. Either kid I drive, it's we're listening to music. Daddy needs some time to think, or uh, we're listening to the fantasy footballers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your kids are bleeding you dry, Jordan. I cut you off brutally. No, that's about it. Just energy-wise. How how has it been with the two kids? It's been good, other than me being super tired all the time. Just seem now, now that there's two of them, I'm sure you guys can both attest. Now, just like before you used to get a break, when one was like doing something, yeah. Like sweet, I have some free time. But now it's just when one's doing something, the other one's like need something. Yeah. And then when that one doesn't need something, the other one needs something. I just find when you get home from work, it's just like work starts over again. Yeah. I don't know what's harder, my actual job or being a parent. <laughs> I think you know what's actually harder and I'll tell you what's hard. Well, I know what two is harder. Yeah. Plunging a toilet's not that hard. I'll tell you that much. Not that difficult. You don't, you don't, want, to, you don't want to say it out loud, but just in yeah. case your wife's listening. Let's just no, no. say I deal with the same amount of shit here that I do at the hospital. My wife knows. She's I'm talking totally... about actual fecal matter. <laughs> I don't believe you. Really? No, not that much. Yeah, okay. I mean, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, my, I, my wife knows. This is like, that's her threat now. It's not a threat, but it's just like, I don't know. I'll just say something like, God damn, man. I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> just like, oh, you could say, you know what? I've said this many times. <laughs> you could stay home with the kids and I can go to work. It's just like, nah, fuck that. Laugh. And then I go to work. Yeah, no, she knows. We both know. We don't even try to lie to each other. It's just like, yeah, our jobs are way easier, way more fun oh, yeah. than uh, being a stay-at-home parent. I don't know how stay-at-home parents do it. I do I know, not know. Uh, my wife, and she, I, I think she has like boring days at work, but she also has um, very stressful days at work sometimes. Yeah. And I know she's still like when she gets to get in that car and just like be by herself for 20 <laughs> minutes on the way to work, like that's probably your favorite moment of like, if she's going to string without like getting out of the house. She's like, ah, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know what, like how people can choose to be a stay home parent. Like it's just, yeah. it's just like, oh, I don't want to pay somebody to watch, but it's like, no, you, you want to pay somebody to watch your kids. All right. Too much time with them. You'll murder them. It's for their own it's safety. Better for everyone. It's better for them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better for them. Better for you. It's just good choices all around. Um, I thought, Hey, sorry. As an aside, just cause you, uh, you brought it up. It's like one of the best parts about my new job is the close commute. You know, I'm, cl- I'm close to everything, but it's also like kind of the low key worst parts of my job. Cause I only have like 10 minutes between work and coming home. And that's like the best 10 minutes of the day, either going to work or coming home. It's just like, Oh yeah, it's perfect. I wish you, <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. End. One thing I'm noticing is that you're in a different room. Oh, I'm in a different room. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't, you haven't. Oh, right. It's been a while. James just doesn't that, listen to the podcast. reminder that you had a big, that you had a big move since the last time we talked. Yeah. Yes, James. Uh, this is my new house. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the new podcast studio. Nice. 
and um yeah you guys are you're free to come and visit we we have your room when it's not jordan's room um yeah yeah man it's pretty awesome actually you know what this the cool thing about this is i could clear all of my stuff in here and if you wanted the rooms are so close together like it's literally across the hall you can dump your children in here and then your wife and you could have the other room and you'd be close enough to get up and beat your kids if they're fucking up you have two guest rooms because one's the office one's the office yeah yeah Mm. it's great it's awesome man yeah it's yep it's I, i didn't realize how much i missed having rooms you know and having your own space like communal living man i don't know if people do it for more than a year like a year seems like it's too long and anything more than that seems like someone's gonna die so yeah man yeah i think everyone's uh in a different boat like you're, you're communal living with your um, in-laws in a way right or your no, it was it was like an apartment, man. It was like a hotel. It was not like it was like in a hotel room. Like a really, it was actually a really nice little uh, bachelor suite. It was a, above the garage. We had the whole. We had our own space. It was that just was your family's own space. It was just everyone's together. Yeah, but that was all of our space. It was just like I had no time to like do anything to where buy did you, ourselves. Where did you podcast before? Because I remember it kind of looked like you were sitting on a toilet. And like, that, that was not a that was the, the crack den bathroom that was that was the crack den that was uh the the bakery office oh, okay yeah that was what i would podcast in it was just the angle of the the video all the time yeah yeah no i've wouldn't mind you know i could sit on the toilet for that long shit as i was talking to you guys you know it wouldn't be a problem It'd be a little awkward when i had to strain you know but other than that not too bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? We should probably start drinking. <laughs> Let's get our uh, beer reviews going. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. So I finally hit the last beer in the, my uh, Alley Cat Taster Pack. It happens to be one of my favorites, a sour. Oh, so yeah. It's the Cherry Bomb Cherry Sour. Nice. From Alley Cat. 4.7%. Nice. I'm very a, happy to be drinking this right now. I'm excited for you, buddy. I'm excited for you. James, do you want to go? Uh, I didn't think I had any beer in the fridge, but so I was, uh, I thought I was going to be bringing a seltzer or something like that to the podcast. And, uh, but uh, lucky enough, uh, there was a beer in it. I might have even had this last time because I think I had the same difficulty uh, pronouncing it, but maybe not. But I have the uh, Prairie, I have the town, it's from Town Square, Prairie Fire Rochevire. Did I have this last time? You haven't memorized my beer choices? What was that one again? The Prairie Fire Rochevire. I don't think you have. Rosh beer, Rochevire. I'm going to read the description. Sounds spicy, though. Yeah, ignite the sky with this barn burner. Our dark lagered Roshbeier is crafted in the traditional Bavarian way using smoked malt from Germany from traditional noble hops. This award-winning brew boasts a complex smoky bacon flavor with hints of caramel inviting you to kick back, drink up, and enjoy the starlit view. 
Interesting. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> Sounds great, James. Whoever who's ever writing copy for these cans, I I hope they listen to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe the only person that reads them. God damn it. All right. So my my smoke. Sorry? Smells like smoke. Oh nice. My pot my uh fridge is filled with beer because I rarely can finish a whole beer because it's got all these like heavy hitters on them. So the, every the last two beers I've drank, I actually couldn't finish in one sitting because I got too drunk. So I have a lot of beer and uh tonight's gonna be a repeat in honor of our guest James. I've got the bad tattoo juice bomb New England IPA, also known as a NIPA. 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 I'll read you the description. <laughs> this mellow, hazy IPA is silky smooth and crushable, but oh, so flavorful, exploding with tropical fruit flavors and hints of citrus without the harsh bitterness of a normal IPA. Yeah. Good description of what a NIPA is. Yeah. So just an aside, Bad Tattoo was the only, was one of the, uh, actually, they're just very vocal about not following um, the local COVID restrictions and uh, check, no, not checking people's vaccine passports. They're trying to skirt all the COVID restrictions. And then eventually the owner had to step down due to public pressure. Anyway, the guy was voted as Penticton's businessman of the year. So after I don't know. The, after oh, yeah, the, uh, or before the scandal? It was bef- after, after it was a contra- It was a quite the controversial decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And I have a feeling in Edmonton, no one give a fuck. All right, but because I live in butt fuck Penticton, BC, where nothing fucking happens, it was news <laughs> on the front. It was on the cover, the homepage of Castanet. Is that an independent news source? I think That's, if restaurants were actively skirting the rules in Edmonton, they would get published. Like, I think maybe just because most restaurants are just following suit and people are used to it yeah. at this point. So I, I figure if, the, if there was a restaurant that was doing that, more than likely to be like fined or shut down before it hit yeah. the news. And shame. But I think, and they have existed. Like, I think every once in a while there's a news article about like talking about like, like they, they'll say like this many number of restaurants have been have been like kind of fined or shut down um in edmonton and calgary or alberta or whatever so it's happened i don't know if um i think maybe purposely they're not giving them as any attention yeah um, probably but, i think for the uh, most part though lots probably, of people are probably so they don't get uh recognized as business leaders of the year yeah <laughs> um Oh, but I think that maybe that's a restaurant standard. I think there are many, many, many businesses flying under the radar, uh, regardless of what city you are in or province that uh, skirting the rules. Yeah, no, no. But to be fair, Bad Tattoo, they were they didn't want to be discriminatory. And uh, they're actually so one time my wife was picking up I, I think I told the story before, but one time my wife was picking up beer for this podcast mm-hmm. for me and she forgot her wallet and they just gave her the beer. She said, I'll come back and pay for it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's all good. And they just gave her the beer. Sounds so, like another rule that they skirted there. 
<laughs> they just wrote it off as advertising expense. So anyway, I wait, 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 wait. They didn't pay, make her pay. They didn't make her pay. They said oh, she's like, I'll stand up, come guys. back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, are you serious? So I always have a weird like, ah, OK, you guys are not or, you know, breaking the law, but you guys are very nice to my wife. I don't know how many places would have done that. So that, you know, definitely none in Edmonton. But um, to contrast that, although that had nothing to do with COVID, my mother, who is like uh, a mid 60s woman, accompanied my wife and my toddler to his swim lessons today. And she had her vaccine passport. Uh, well, so it's mandatory for the QR code here now. Yeah, yeah, we have, we call we we just call those vaccine passports, okay. but it's, it was not a big deal. Okay, because you always had it. <laughs> yeah, because we always had it. Yeah, that's exactly it. We we didn't have the the code part for some time. Um, <laughs> and then uh, but my mom forgot her ID. Oh, oh no. And uh, the security guard didn't let her in. All in the rules. Yeah. Uh, I but she did. I, I I luckily. I mean, I was at home working, and so I. My mom had left her her purse at our back entrance, and I took a picture of her ID and sent it to her. And they accepted that. They accepted that. Okay, that's good to know. I mean. It actually was kind of good to know, to be honest. It's good to know there's even like I I play hockey every Saturday night at a city run arena. Mm-hmm. And they have someone at the door checking QR codes and IDs as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least they're trying in most of these places, I guess, with what they're giving. Yeah. Especially any sort of like public, like yeah, any any county or city owned place would mm-hmm. for sure just have a security guard. Yeah, I don't go to a public gym anymore, but I'm sure. assuming they they should be doing the same thing when you go in and scan your ID or scan your like membership pass, wherever they do. Mm-hmm. So it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say like I have been to like certain restaurants that they're kind of checking like they'll just like scan the code but you can tell like they don't really care to look at your ID you could show them a potato with your yeah. name I could have showed them like a piece of paper that said yeah. like my name is yeah. <laughs> Brian and they would have been like okay yeah just because they wanted to see my mom's ID didn't mean they actually were going to like look yeah. at the contents of the ID yeah. she offered to show her Costco ID she didn't have any purse or wallet. Oh, yeah, I missed that part. Mm-hmm. I realized I didn't have my uh, baby monitor here, and I was the only parent in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. I have uh, shit. All right, vaccine passports. How do we get on that tangent? I talked about bad tattoo. That's right. Anyway, um, solid brewing company, Jordan. You would, I'll take you here the next time you're here. You as well, James. Oh, fuck. All right. So those are our beers. Anyone want to... Let's get to about last week. Okay. Again, we don't have the most creative news headlines because we don't want to talk about certain things these days. But So most of ours uh, come from the world of sports, especially the NFL. Two bigger injuries that involve both of you guys. Oh, no. Uh, We both know James' stance. He doesn't really care, but... Uh, Dalvin Cook, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, went down with a torn labrum. That's and a I think shoulder, some, right? I, a torn labrum and something else. I think he had like a dislocation or any, anything. He's out. And CMC, Christian McCaffrey, has gone on injured reserve for the rest of the season. 
Now, Brian, do you do you have Chuba Hubbard? Yes. So okay, you have his handcuff. James has uh, Dalvin Cook's handcuff. So you guys are both okay, no? No, I'm not okay. I was so depressed when you had uh, texted me that. Usually when people text people back in capital letters, they're just, you know, it's for effect. I was screaming. I was so good. I was so down at whenever the hell you texted me. Couldn't believe it. And then it was because of that injury. That was one of the many reasons I lost to James. Hmm. That that uh, faithful Saturday. I don't know your three years. How many years have you had CMT? I've had him for, I think three? this is year number three. Yeah. And how many years has he actually played more than half the season? Just one? One. The year I won my second championship. Yeah. So last year was a write-off because he was gone the whole year, right? And I didn't pick up Mike Davis because I was like, ah. He's a bum. <laughs> He's a bum. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Can't, can't even beat out Cordero Patterson. And then when he's gone, they had, like this Allison guy shows up out of nowhere and takes his snaps. I was very upset. Anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, CMC is a totally different, like a, a different um, high end pick, right? So when you take Cook, because Madison showed such promise last year, it's like a no brainer. You just stash Madison on your bench. So you take him like in the later rounds because mm-hmm. you have. Right. And you take him. I took Madison earlier than I should have. Madison probably shouldn't have been drafted. Right. I mean, he wasn't starting. And when, when Cook plays, he doesn't, he gets one snap or like he takes more than one snap, but he gets touches the ball like twice. And so, but it's still a no brainer. And you just have to like accept that you're going to storm on your bench the whole time because Cook gets hurt. Right. As running backs getting that many carries in a game. But with McCaffrey, it's like, it wasn't that obvious Madison type player, right? They had Hubbard, who's a rookie. Right? Well, he, Cuba he's Hubbard was because he's from where we live, but he was drafted in our league and yeah, then promptly was. released. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say they don't use Chuba like they use CMC. Like they, he leads in receiving yards and he leads in rushing yards. Maybe that's the difference: is they use Madison in the exact same way they use yeah. Cook. He has the exact same skill set as Cook does. The worst way is when Cook is like kind of hurt. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he's going to play, but he might take less snaps. And you're like, come on. Because like, it, it's been not a great year to be a Cook owner. You know that, yeah. that like, I mean, it's, it's that those have been the most frustrating games is when he's kind of hurt, but he's playing anyway. I just want him to be in or out. Yeah. Yeah. Madison's a high, like, he's like, you know, he'll, he replaces Cook, right? Like you're you're putting, you know, Cook's, let's say, I think would be like the fourth ranked running back. And Madison just kind of slides into that position versus like Chuba Hubbard, man. A, a very proud of, proud Canadian. You know, he made it to the S, you know, running back in the SEC, all right, from Canada. And now he's in the NFL. But God damn it, even as a volume play, he is not very good. It well, sucks. He might get there. He's still See, hey, Christian McCaffrey didn't have a great rookie season either. I, I I'll give him that, but but uh, Chuba Hubbard is definitely not Christian McCaffrey even as a rookie. I remember Christian McCaffrey coming into the NFL. It was just like, hey, white guy playing running back. Like, come on now, he has mm-hmm. to be a freak. And then second, he was a. I think McCaffrey was one of the best running backs in college football. Versus uh, Chuba Hubbard was. 
was was better in his uh, I think it was his sophomore season than he was yeah. in his junior year. So that's right. Anyway, um, but so unfortunately, sad. his best chance of being fantasy relevant is if PJ Walker's quarterback because <laughs> he won't get what do you call it stolen from by Cam Newton at the goal yeah. line. <laughs> Fucking Cam Newton. Yeah. Anyway, I hate fantasy football. Like that was the worst matchup that game, that week. I, I legit, legitimately was bummed out. Did not, could not look at my phone. Did not want to see anything to do with fantasy. If I lose that weekend, I can't listen to anything. Fantasy. I need like a day to recover. It's just like, no, can't, can't do it. It's so upsetting. Well, the good news is I think you're still ahead of James in the standings. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to have to eventually play him. And it's going to suck. Well, I didn't know you're so scared these days, James. <laughs> sounds, sounds like you're a real pussy to me. <laughs> I'm in like oh, third or fourth. Two place. years ago, Brian, last year, Brian, two years ago, Brian would have been like, I am worried. Two years yeah. ago, Brian had like. He, Brian's now hugging trees and being a real bitch. <laughs> My team's never been more thin. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, it's just depressing. I don't know, man. I'm you not... do have a lot of fab bucks left. Yeah. 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 Who am I going to spend it's that fab on? It's slim pickings, though, week to week these days. We got yeah. a lot of players in there. Um, it is. Or a lot of teams in there. Fantasy. I find it very, like, we'll stick with kind of fantasy for a sec. I find it very perplexing that people don't make more moves. For instance, I lead our league. I'm in last place, but I, so maybe I need to make more moves because I'm trying to, like, huddle together a team here but i have the most moves in the league at 63 the second most is two guys at 52 james you're at 42 so that's I, that's a fair amount of moves it's the right amount of moves yeah brian your wife has seven <laughs> seven moves <laughs> i do and, seven a week i do seven a week yeah and then norm only has 10 and he has 100 percent of his fab money <laughs> like what does he do what do these people do he never spent any money no he's he hasn't spent any money yet Pat, Pat, who is surging right now, yeah, I don't uh, wanna... has only spent two fab dollars and fourteen moves. Yeah, and Pat's also I gotta hunt him down. That Dutchman is not uh, not has not paid me. Patty, if you're listening to this, you're lucky. I'm a twelve hour drive away. All right, very lucky. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think Pat's gonna roll me. And someone else is gonna roll me. I'm gonna lose this league. I don't know, man. Just oh wow, I'll... that's the confidence that definitely doesn't doesn't win your championships. I tell you that much. It's rough, Jordan. The number of points for that your team has—it's ridiculously bad. Alive, that's got to be a record. Yeah, like I have, like haven't from out, the outright, I haven't scored very many points at all. 12 weeks into the season, you have under 1,100 points, which means you're averaging way under like 100 fantasy points a week. Yeah. My goal is just not to be lost. Like, I knew my team wasn't going to be good. I'd made a trade, big trade early. I traded my best player early <laughs> to Brian. And I got a couple points or a couple picks out of it. Uh, and then somehow I was still winning some certain weeks just by luck. So, you know, I'll take it. You know who might like Elijah Moore has got all this. Uh, you ended up getting him off waivers. Hey, like if he yeah. got all this, uh, um, people are big on him, right? 
Yeah, he should be good for next year. And another guy I got, I traded Allen Robinson and Latavius Murray for Michael Carter. And Michael Carter's been like awesome until he got injured. But mm-hmm. it's rough, anyway. man. Yeah, I'm averaging 88.97, 88.97 points a week. Which in comparison, my week this my opponent this week, Fahim, averages 110.56. <laughs> and he he's trying to finish last. He's he's been trying to move all his players. He's but he's, he he asked I think he asked for a lot for some players. Oh yes, he won the first. Unless it's to Brian in the offseason, he'll give CMC for five bucks and a fifteenth round pick. Yeah, I don't get what like Fahim will be in playoffs if he wants to be, but he is a very good team. Well, DK Metcalf is now. Who knows what Russell Wilson's doing? Oh god, yeah, he still has a very good team. Jalen Hurts, man, that was uh, probably his best pick, I think. I like Jalen Hurts. He's not a very good NFL quarterback, but great fantasy quarterback. Oh, damn it. He's, he's the Blake Bortles. No, he's better than Blake Bortles. Yeah, because he can rush. He can yeah. rush like 70 yards a game. No problem. Yeah, man. Anyway. No, this is, uh, anyway, enough fantasy, but this has been a this has been a rough season, man. Not going to lie. This has been a rough season. I was thought I'd just empty the clip out because it was my last year of contract. Is run CMC's last contract year with me. Mm-hmm. And motherfucker gets hurt. What more can I say? Ended with a fizzle. Fizzle, indeed. Fizzle. All right. Next news. All right. Uh, this, because this applies to me, because I was planning to go to the event, the WWE has canceled their upcoming tour of Canada, which oh, I'm very what? upset with. <coughs> I just Why? heard the news. I just heard the news. Uh, my, I have a friend who secured the box from his company for the game, for the event. Um. I was very, very pumped to go. and They were doing Raw here or something. Yeah, Monday Night Raw. I haven't oh, been to a wrestling event since Backlash in, was that 04 or 02? No, oh, it must have been 06? like 06. Yeah, that was the, school, so. was that, oh, was it right after Benoit won the belt? Yeah, Benoit was champion yeah. when he was. Okay, so 06. It was 06. Yeah. I was in university. So 06. Yeah, so that's a good 15 years. Oh, damn, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Why did they cancel it? Is it just... They didn't say. They said ticket sales for Winnipeg and Edmonton were, like, actually had good advance sales. So it doesn't appear that ticket sales were the reason. But it could have been maybe some other places were showing poor. So, because they booked a whole bunch of American dates for those dates now. So, yeah, man, that sucks. So that's unfortunate. What what date were they supposed to be coming? January 24th. Just been, like, COVID-related. Like, they haven't come into Canada, right? No, it could be maybe like a quarantine thing. They thought things would change, but a lot of staff and uh, like participants, right? Yeah, like the logistics are probably hundreds of people travel with that show, right? So, yeah, um, the logistics of ensuring that all the necessary people get across the border might have been like ridiculous. Yeah, that sucks. Um, whereas, like the NHL has a, like a special deal, I think, with every with Canada and the provinces. Well, I don't know what they do, but I know the big thing is that they're all vaccinated, right? Because like Tyler Bertuzzi, who, who's not vaccinated, just isn't playing in Canada this year because of quarantine rules. The rules, yeah. Yeah. Tyler Bertuzzi. So they must, the NHL players must be getting tested every day anyway, because I know they are. Because CC just tested positive for COVID and he's off for minimum 10 days, they say. But did they test him because he had symptoms or did they test him because they had to? Because I know they, going to 
I think they test every day or every three days. You have to get, um, you have to have a test within the last 24 hours to cross the border. Mm. Oh, yeah, that could be. I think that starts next month or something. Okay. Well, anyway, moving on, our last item is uh, coming from the NHL. Uh, good update from our lovely Edmonton Oilers this year. Uh, coming in tonight, they are first place in the Western Conference with a record of 16-5. and five. Yeah. They, they're pulling it off right now with like um, mishmash decor, which is great. Uh, they, I think they'll be third after tonight because it looks like Minnesota and Calgary both will have one and will win. But they're still, they still have a couple games in hand, so they're doing quite well, which is yeah. good because uh, if they falter a little bit later in the year, they have some leeway now. Yeah, and if they don't make the playoffs again this year, I think Connor McJesus is. Uh, well, they'll make the playoffs. Started. I think for sure. I think it's more of how they do in the playoffs is another story. Yeah, I think so, the expectations are higher than simply uh, making playoffs. I think yeah. expectations would be win one round anything, at least. Anything undergoing like to six games in the Western Conference Final would be a gigantic disappointment. Yeah. Okay. So because I don't really watch hockey, I need your honest opinion. Are the Oilers actually good? Like how much of this so, is a fluke? How much I is this? I, I don't want to say it's a fluke because they're actually they have the highest if you watched the game last night, this won't hold true because it was horrible last night, but they have one of the <clears throat> highest offensive possession times in the league. Right. Their decor, I don't know, their, their, their defense isn't the greatest when you watch in their own zone. But like, I mean, they've been getting great goaltending, which everyone said was like their weaknesses here. Right. And right now they're doing it with, like last night they had 4D that had played a total of 70 games. <sighs> Right, and their top pairing was Barry and Russell, who each played twenty six minutes. Okay. So, to win with those guys, like it's only been a, like three or four games with that kind of core, but they're still winning. That's, and, that's insane, though. That Barry or that <clears throat> Russell literally is a is like if everyone's he's their seventh defenseman. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. Yeah, he has been a healthy scratch. And like one of the strengths of Barry is technically like I think one of the, they would argue that like it's almost like a Cassian on defense where like he can play up and down up and down the defensive pairing yeah. and like kind of fit in with his role, but at the same time, um, like I, if if that's what your defensive core if that's what your defense currently looks like is your healthy scratches playing on a top pairing, I like I mean that just shows you the lack of depth. Well, no, I'd argue that their depth is actually quite good because they've been able to bring up Broberg, who, albeit early, looks okay. Yeah, they just don't have that NHL experience. But I mean, but... the guys that are like currently like that are starting every game, like mm-hmm. they don't. Maybe they don't want to disrupt the pairings, or but they do anyway. So I, I don't know. The well, I don't think they have a choice because they lost CC, Nurse, Cuckoo, and uh, yeah. Keith. Right, yeah, so they lost four, 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 four of their top six D are gone. <laughs> That's arguably like five if you count Larson. Five if you count Larson, right? <laughs> but yeah, so the good news is Broberg's come up and looked pretty good. Like, I mean, they're sheltering him, of course. Uh, Legison kind of played last year. He's just okay. He's good enough to fill in, but I don't think they can go for a long period of time. Thank God, Nurse is coming back soon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get they're like them getting away with that defense to, in my opinion, is very, it, it's, it's in parallel to them. Also, like, I know you're saying that they're playing well and I guess their goal is they're playing well enough, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing. They're getting away with it. We know that they have a, 
like an underperforming like or not an underperforming it's like in terms of i just mean in terms of like what his contract is and what he would put over in Koskinen. it's like they they they've decided he's not their number one goalie right which is why they've had to keep smith around and smith who's apparently their number one goalie like i mean you haven't played all year pretty much random period of time and they have this like I don't know why they're so secretive about what his injuries always are. It doesn't. It's make a high br- ankle so bruise. But they oh. always take so long to like yeah, say, tell you what it is. Wait, why he's hurt? It was the same thing last year. So why is he hurt? And then eventually, when he like he's hurt, wait, when he's on injured reserve for way longer than they imply, they're like, oh, okay, this is what it is. But wouldn't you wouldn't you think that like this is what good teams do when they get injured? They just like find someone to fill in, and you keep winning. Like, I don't know how you can argue that. Like, they're, well, they're, they're still my winning. Criticism, my criticism, like, I think they're great. They're, they're becoming a great team. My criticisms are, like, what I'm just sort of – they're what I – I'm saying that I think there are a couple of items that need to be resolved before they are, like, a Stanley Cup winner. Like, that's what we're talking about now, right? Yeah, so, yeah can they win a Stanley cup? Cause we know we have to in the next five years. Yeah. So who, what are they missing to be a Stanley cup team in your opinion? Well, I think, I think there still is like possibly a, like a top four defense, shut down defenseman that like, I think losing Larson hurts. Keith is not a replacement for that. Um, I, I think it's a different defense than they had last year. Maybe um, like, knowing what our defense could have been like if Larson was still around and say um, what's his face wasn't hurt. Who's what's his face. Clef bomb. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. Imagine we still had like Larson and Clef bomb in the top four. Yeah. But you wouldn't have been able to fit that under the side. We did. Well, yeah, we would have for sure. We wouldn't have, they wouldn't have traded for Keith though. So it would have been like, more than likely, it would still be Nurse Bear because they wouldn't have traded Bear if Larson didn't leave. Okay. Because why, you couldn't why? have a right. You couldn't have a right side of Bear, Barry, and Bouchard. Okay. They're all the same. They're all relatively the same player, right? Hence why right. they traded Bear, brought in CC, whose anal- analytics numbers were actually slightly better than Larson's against elite talent, according to Gregor, anyway. So, like honestly, like from what I've watched, CC's actually looked quite well. But okay. you're right. They they need they they need a better second pairing lefty. Yeah, he, he's been okay, but he's also like CC had until like maybe until uh, like like if Nurse is playing, um, CC is not like getting the minutes that Larson was getting, right? Like, well, he's getting that second pairing right D minutes. So. I'd argue they're the same minutes he's getting. <laughs> so the reason I know this is because I have CC on my fantasy team currently. What's his average minutes right now? I'm not sure. Is it it's are like they in the 20? Barely 20. Okay, and Larson gets what 20? Larson was paying like 20 to 23 minutes. He's in the 22 minute range, yeah. Um, you're right. I think in well, it's it's hard because he's probably played more minutes lately because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. But they had uh they usually have Bouchard or Barry play a lot of minutes. Bouchard's played a lot of minutes this year too, which I think they've spread out more on that right side with the 3D. Um, but 
Yeah, no, I've, I've been happy with the CC signing. I think they do need to find someone to play second lefty and then Keith, they can let Keith play third. He'd be fine as a third. He's been okay as a second, but I think going forward, he needs. <laughs> so this is interesting. So CC's, CC's average time on ice for the year is 2009. So barely above 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's pretty good. Five games before he got sick, he was at. 24, 21, 24, 22, and 22, because you got that bump, right? Yeah. And prior to that, like the game before he played 24, he played 14 minutes. So if he, was getting third, he was getting third pairing minutes well, prior to that. Yeah, it would also vary on a number of things like what? Because he doesn't play power play. He doesn't play power play. He plays short. He plays shorthanded, though. Yeah, he plays shorthanded, and he plays all, like, defensive starts. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's been all right. They, uh, I, I just feel like, like I feel uh, James saying he's been all right is understating how well he's been playing <laughs> compared to what people thought we were getting. Yeah, I think we, we everyone kind of felt like they're lucky to as like they kind of just well, he's the last guy available, right? I tell you what, I'll read you a news article that was <laughs> the news, a news headline that was printed yesterday. Uh, I don't know who the writer is from the hockey writers. It says Oilers CC provides silver lining in losing Larson. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying I I like Larson as a player. Uh, I'll actually I'll argue that CC's a better puck mover than Larson is, but Larson is very much very very um, way more physical in our zone, which I think we miss on our decor. Other than Nurse, all our D are pussies. <laughs> we need we need we need someone a bit more physical back there. That's true. That's why that okay. Nima Linen was kind of interesting, but he's way too raw. Like you need. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like guys like Bear. Bear was pretty physical, uh, and wasn't he? <laughs> no, he's kind of a pansy too. Like that's what I'm talking he's about. Like, but yeah, he's kind of physical. Well, you can look at his stats, but I'm pretty sure he's not the most physical. D. He was like he's picking it up, but normally he wasn't. He actually came in as an offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Well. Not on our team anymore. So, no, no. and then the other thing is like, okay, so say they don't win the cup this year because maybe they have these like couple of like not holes but divots in their in their roster, and it's like they can't. And one of those one of those holes being goaltending, maybe not for this year. They might get away with it this year, even mm-hmm. in for into a playoff run. But like, this is not your tandem. Two years. You're talking ago. about Smith and Koskinen. Yeah. yeah. So now Stuart Skinner, he's not, he's not, I wouldn't consider him part of the tandem for this year. He'll always played quite well, but he does give promise going forward. Like, yeah, he's was played quite well. Saying that he's like potentially the future. Well, yeah, according, like as a drafted goalie, um, he's looked quite well and he's now getting some spot starts. He'll go back when Smith comes back. Um, I like Skinner because he's like, He's it's for the same reason, for some of the same reasons I like Koskinen, where like Koskinen, I, I always feel like, I feel like Koskinen is good positionally and it's just the way, like he's a big body. That's yeah. his style. He's going to be like a lot of goalies these days. They're so big. Like it's all about positioning and just being there. Um, and I feel like Koskinen is good positionally. It just Koskinen has holes, right? Like, yeah, he always you know, lets in a big uh, first goal, early goal. And the first goal is so something gets through. He might be there. Not last night it wasn't they were goals weren't like that. They were like across the edge. It was the way Pittsburgh plays, right? Mm-hmm. But um 
but typically like there's a, like a puck gets through like he was there but he was positionally there where skinner it was like well he's also positionally there and the pucks don't necessarily like they don't get through if he's there like he stops it yeah holes aren't there and so like, i don't know if it's because he's less lanky if it's an equipment thing or what it is but um it seemed like they play a similar style but like the holes don't exist and then smith is just like i know he like i mean maybe he's right now i guess if he comes back healthy is like the number one goalie but smith like they 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 talk about this as like a positive but he he fights right like he's a fighter right he's just constantly fighting to save the puck and it's just like why why like what like (laughs) what is going on that you have to fight that hard to get in front of the puck because you're because like you watch Stuart skinner and it's just like he's just there so what was Smith doing on that same play, yeah. right? Like if you swap him in, it's like, well, because he's just all over the place. And he's like Larson on defense. It's just like Larson's getting blocked because he's all over the place. <laughs> anyway, that's my take on Smith. But So, okay, so I heard a rumor the other day, like the others could somehow land Carey Price. No, that's not good. That's all <laughs> right. They want... Like they said, they're saying, "Oh yeah, we'll send Max Holloway and stuff or Carey Price, who hasn't played a game this year." Dylan Holloway. Dylan Holloway. What did I say? Max Holloway, the fighter. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, you got what I'm saying. Like, no one in the right mind would make that trade right now. And Carey Price hasn't, other than that playoff run last year, hasn't been that great for being paid 10 million a year. Okay, fair enough. So, just before we go on the a bit before we end everything. Uh, Ethan Bear, we'll go back to Ethan Bear and Cody Cece comparison from this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan Bear is basically playing third line minutes, uh, and Cody Cece out hits him by double, and out blocks him by double. And we also got Warren Fogle out of this. Warren Fogle, yeah, Fogle, and he's been good, right? Yeah, he started off really good. He's a good, like, he's a third line player. So I mean, sure, been, like, I feel like he's not nice as much as he was. He's not, but I think the problem is like that line in general is still trying to find like they're yeah. they they thought they had a third line going and now they kind of don't. But they took yeah, Cassian they, off of it, right? Cassian well, disrupts things, right? Was that they moved Cassian up and it kind of they moved Cassian up, but the, the line of um Fogel, McLeod and Pulyarvis looked okay. Like I mean they scored two goals on the road trip. They're they're contributing, which is good. So he's like, I don't know, he's a good four checker. Hey, so because you brought it up. How's Puyarvi been? I, he got demoted, right? Or no? Uh, yeah, I guess he's off McDavid line. But then yesterday he st- hopped back onto Dry Saddle's line. So he's yeah, in the top nine. Puyarvi he's playing okay. Demoted. Yeah, he didn't really get demoted off that line. No. He, um... he can play anywhere, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. He's still scoring. He's still improving. And he's like, yeah, I think he's a good player. Like, if you go back to that draft year yeah. uh, and redraft it, I think. Like before, you could argue it's like, well, priority is way too high. Yeah. Now, I think looking at everything now, he'd probably go right where he went. Maybe he'd swap places with Kachuk, but right, I think depending what you're looking at, right? Yeah, you think he'll hit 30 this year? 30 goals? No, not at this rate. No, well, what's he at nine this year? It feels like he's had more. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll quickly look it up, but so like 20, 25, right. Yeah, like he started off pretty hot, and then he's kind of fallen off just a little bit. But 
let's see who are Puliarvi. He has seven goals and ten assists on seventeen points. He has seventeen points in twenty-one games. So he's actually doing like just <coughs> under a point per game. Okay. He has the same same amount of points as Hyman, but they're almost reversed. He's eleven goals and six assists. So. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Let's just uh, hope they keep improving. And let's hope they go deep in the playoffs. I don't know, man. Just, mm-hmm. it's been, uh, They've yeah. been fun to watch, though. I'll say that. That was good. Like, from the standpoint of winning. Like, <laughs> how often are we used to, like, hey, by uh, American Thanksgiving, there are 11 games over 500. <laughs> that's crazy. Insane. Anyway, that's all, all I right. have for about last week. That was awesome. Thanks, Jordan. You're welcome. Okay. So it's uh Hey, before we get in the top three, did you guys buy anything on Black Friday? Yes. Okay, what did you buy? Or you're not allowed to tell me. Did uh, you buy body chocolate? No. James knows what it is. No, I, I know what it is too. Oh, do you? Oh my <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I didn't buy it. That's uh, how the kids I, were made. Definitely not. Uh, but yeah, I, I am aware of what it is. It look kind of looks like you're wearing some right now. Um, how about you shut the <laughs> fuck up there, Jordan? I bought <laughs> I bought uh, Lego on Amazon. It was it was a really good deal. It was like 25 percent off. That was Very it. Good. And it. then we bought a TV like in the lead up to Black Friday on Amazon. Did you have Black Friday prices? Uh, twenty percent. I got like it was it was crazy. Like 30 percent off the TV. It was really good. What size TV? Um, we intentionally went for a smaller TV, but it was a it was a fifty. I could have got a sixty five. I would have like gone nuts. But James is like one hundred and ten inch in his living room. No, it's just just seventy. Oh, just just just, just a 70. seventy. Just a yeah, seventy. Just, just seventy. Yeah. <laughs> what did, the, you, did you buy? Funny, there was a huge jump like that. There's like this alcove that's like meant for the TV, and it's kind of it's a perfect size to fit. Per, like a perfectly fit an 80 inch oh when, three years ago when we were buying tv like a tv for it the space it was um like the 80 inch tv used were like there wasn't like this gradual progression of price between like you know how there's a gradual progression probably between 50 and 70 yeah 80 <laughs> it was like <laughs> everything's double so like we didn't go plus like they're coming out with like 8k tvs and 12k tvs it's just like yeah i'll just wait must be nice yeah this this tv i bought was like not nothing special it was like a regular tv but it's still the nicest tv i've ever had in my life it's pretty good nice good for you pretty quite quite happy with it james did you buy anything on best on black friday uh uh, a couple of cameras. Actually, you know what? To be quite honest, I feel James is not a sale guy. Yeah. Like if James, is bu- James just wants to buy it. James like, you know what? I don't give a fuck why I don't buy this. No, I like a good sale. Uh, and we bought, <laughs> I um, like a good sale. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we bought um, uh, a couple of car seats because Gavin is um, kind of grown out of his like his AB car seat thing. Oh yeah, what what brand of car seat did you buy? No, uh, we got the same. Uh, we have these like uh, what are they? The whatever the Braco Forevers or something. Where they go all the way down into booster seat. Like we could have been using it when he was an infant as well. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then it goes down all the way to like a backless booster eventually. Yeah, Those yeah. The four in ones, the four pieces. Yeah. And so like uh, Nathan has those like two bills already so we got like the same model but it's yeah. interesting better now um they've made some improvements nice and uh yeah now yeah both kids are in uh full-size car seats now do you have them facing rear facing or like front facing uh well nathan faces forwards because his feet were like all over the back so, like he was way too big to be sitting backwards um, yeah yeah they like keep him that way for as long as you can. It was just like his feet, yeah. his feet would have been, his feet would be like above his head on the back. Yeah. Of the yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, again, when we have him backwards. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I, I still remember like it was quite, I don't know. We, we flipped our kids, our kid quite early, like mm-hmm. Lydia and none of our friends flipped their kids. And I felt like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You guys are flipped pretty early too. Yeah, we were like that too. Where it was like he was backwards for a while, and then eventually it was like, um, it would eventually, event, like, it, not eventually, like pretty soon we were like, you know, like maybe he's not as happy in the car. Like he seemed like he was like fussy or whatever. Like unhappy. Mm-hmm. He, he'd like to sit forward, and so we're like, let's just flip him. Plus, his I mean, his feet were all over the back too. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like fuck it. So, yeah, fuck your stats, man. He's technically Gavin. Even is technically big enough to like based on like what the seat says. He could sit forward. Like he's above the weight and height requirement. But yeah, same with uh, the Ninja K dot. He's he's pretty like he does yes appear to be above the weight and height requirement. <laughs> Although he's older than Gavin too. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. How old is Gavin? One year. He just turned a year. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he's older. Than him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like 15, he isn't he? Months, <laughs> he's uh 19 months. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's way older. Yeah, he's, a, he's a big kid. No, and he's like a big 19 month. When I took him to the clinic the other day, because he uh, had to get his hit the so we were unsure if his testicles dropped. They didn't. Just like so his we, dad. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm Jordan, I just serve it up for you. I knew you're gonna make a comment, so you know what? It's fine. It's okay. They dropped. Uh, but when I brought him to the clinic, they're like, here's a mask for you and a mask for your baby. I'm like, uh, is it okay if he doesn't wear a mask? He's like less than two. Oh, he's quite the big boy. He's like, yeah, big kid. But yeah, he looks old. Anyway, did you buy anything, Jordan? Yeah. So originally I thought, of course, I you only, did. Uh, of course <laughs> I did. So I wasn't planning to, I'm going to tell you this right now. I had zero plans to buy anything, but throughout the day, there was a yeah. cat post that my wife wanted that was. 50 bucks regular 150 so like okay charlie needs a new cat post i don't know why so we bought that and then it turns out there's a deal on hockey sticks so i bought a couple new hockey sticks did you get the hockey stick you wanted uh actually no i've never used one before but it's close enough so i was like well i'll buy a couple now and store them and then i ended up buying uh, bio steel which is like a hydration drink it's like gatorade yeah. but connor mcdavid and a bunch of other stars Endorses. Yeah, so the whole site was 40% off. So I was like, oh, I gotta buy some of this now. So I think that's all I bought. No, that's not true. I also bought a bunch of shirts from Barstool. Okay. Uh, Roots of Fight? Did you get any of that? I didn't get any Roots of Fight this year. That's I normally do. But I just bought a bunch of that stuff and I feel like I gotta lay off because it's quite expensive. And I can't keep justifying the clothes budget to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I tell her to mind her own goddamn business. 
Well, I would, but <laughs> as a joint account. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I I was kind of I don't know. I was I was pretty content. The only thing I really wanted was Lego. Um, and I bought like a bunch of Lego pre Black Friday, and yeah, man, it just it got really expensive. There's a, like and yeah, and like like the TV and stuff. That was it. We just didn't. It was a good time to buy stuff, but yeah, I always feel bad buying because sh- you're supposed to buy shit for other people, right? Is that not what Black Friday is for? It's just a Christmas well, no, shop. I think really? Black Friday is just a good deal whenever you can. If it's for oh, gifts okay. for somebody, good. Okay. Oh, I sorry, I did lie. I got another thing. I bought uh, prescription glasses, another pair. Finally, like a spare pair. There's sales on that kind of stuff for yes. Uh, clearly.ca. It was forty percent off all lenses and uh, up to eighty percent off frames. Very nice. Yeah, it was one hundred and ten dollars for a pair of glasses. So. That's that's cheap. That's almost nothing. And then the insurance company pays for it. So you're okay. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, sorry, James. You bought security cameras on Black Friday as well. Uh, yeah, I bought a new doorbell cam, and I bought a mother's camera. For What's wrong with your old doorbell cam? Yeah. Well, my uh, my my Nest Hellos. This isn't. This show is not sponsored by Google. So, no, I, neither is James's life. But he, he will tell you all about Google. About so I my both my Nest Hellos. So I had one in the back, or one in the side, one in the front. Both stopped working uh, some time ago. Um, like how so? They don't show any video anymore. Yeah, like they. So they would often like. Uh, so they're designed to like if it gets too cold, like if it gets past like minus seventeen, minus eighteen, they do self shut down. Really? Uh, I design, yeah, because it. Uh, I guess it's bad for it or something, or I don't know. I don't think mine's ever shut down. But maybe that was maybe it's just the model that I had because I had very early ones. I ordered mine like before they were like popular, available in Canada. Like I ordered like I pre-ordered mine because like my house was being built. And so I, uh, <laughs> okay. so I, um, but they just like stopped working, like both sort of simultaneously, like it's almost like you were programmed to stop working. And they only came with like a couple year warranty or something. And so, but I still like, you know, like in Amazon, if something goes wrong, you can complain and they'll just like, they'll refund you. They don't care. Whoever the person is just not worth their time to like deal with you complaining um and a lot of companies are kind of like that but i don't know if it's like google is not like that i was like i was complaining like how is this the case where like they both shut down and like super it's it's dumb and like i just kept like complaining and uh a person and this is all just in like a chat window or whatever and then eventually the person was just like you were not you're not you're not going to get a new doorbell (laughs) so that's where i went off brand with one and i installed like uh this arlo one yeah yeah that's not off brand they're expensive yeah well it was way cheaper uh and uh it's it's not i mean be the one i got like like it doesn't do continuous video and you get all these notifications and it drains your battery on your phone and it's just like it's just terrible you guys are showing your guys's discrepancy in household income that, that <laughs> statement 
<laughs> those are expensive. Ah, now those are way so, cheap. <laughs> so Black Friday came around, and I was like, eh, like these nest that like the new the dead nest doorbells are on sale again. So I was like, I'm gonna buy. I'm not gonna buy two. I'm not gonna give Google the uh, satisfaction. The, like I went Arlo because it was like for spite, and then I I was like, I can't just buy another one. That's what they expect me to do because it's the best doorbell, right? But then I was just like, I'll uh, I'll just buy one and then I'll move the 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 Arlo one to my side door because it's behind a fence, so you don't get all the notifications, right? Like just ones that matter. Mm-hmm. So like it's more suited for the side door. And then I actually got a Nest. Hello. Why do you even need a camera on the side door? Well, it's a well, it's a doorbell. Although I still I don't need a doorbell either on a side door. Who needs a doorbell these days? Exactly. If you're ringing my doorbell. It, it means I didn't know you were coming to my house. <laughs> and if I didn't know you were coming to my house, I, for the most part, feel like you should not be there. <laughs> hey, just, just, uh, I'm curious because you brought it up. How much did you pay for your Nest doorbell? Um, I don't know. I'll check. He doesn't care how much he paid for it. Yeah, it's just a number. <laughs> it's just a number. <laughs> James literally lives at the top of a hill, the biggest house at the top of a hill. <laughs> so does everybody else in Southeast Edmonton. Well, you're that first house at the top of the hill, the big one. No, you're yeah, Southeast Edmonton. No, you're 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 like Central Edmonton, James. Uh, south, yeah, South Southeast. You're in. Sorry, you're in Infill Edmonton. Southeast Central. Well, lots of centrals infill these days, it seems. All right. Okay. We got distracted. Could be worse. He could be a partner. <laughs> I paid $199. Well, that's $199? That's a steal. It's a steal of a deal. For your Nest doorbell? That's like 200 bucks yeah. off, isn't it? $199. Were they like $399 or $299? It, it was over $300 when I bought the first two. I think I paid $399 for mine. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't pay for it. It was a gift. But... Must be nice. Must be nice. Okay. I have it installed. It's working like a charm. That's great. All right. So $199. All right. I'll keep that in mind for my home security. Why do you need home security out there? Dude, I told you. I told you. People are getting robbed. They're not mad enough to protect the family. <laughs> like, okay. This is what I told. Okay. So this if, is what I told. Okay. Let's put it this way. If someone's breaking your house, what's a camera going to do? <laughs> you if, someone, yourself, Brian. if someone breaks into my house, <laughs> be a man, Brian. If someone breaks into my house and it's me, and if they have a gun, okay, I'll call. I'll call the cops. If they have a knife, I'll get a chair. And you think you're gonna be able to tell that with the camera? I don't know. But I'm gonna say some pretty fucked up shit to them. <laughs> Please go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Right, I don't know. What you would you do? PC, hey, you're a real pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so quick question. Now that thank you. If you had somebody in a rear naked choke, first off, would you get a chubby? Like, uh, would you get a you know a boner? It's somebody ball, coming it's into your house. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would just tell the guy as I'm choking him out. I'd be like, "Yo, my dick's real hard right now. I might assault you." Um, but just kidding. But like the other thing is like, how long do you think you hold on for? You gotta be careful. So I've actually talked to our cop friend about this. Yes. And he's like, in Canada, it does not favor the person in the house. So I'll tell you what exactly he told me. If someone broke into your house, 
and you just be happy, ha like happen to cleaning your gun and it's just you in the house and you shoot him, you're in big trouble <laughs> because they say, why couldn't you just leave your house? Right? And just let him rob me? Exactly. The only way you can kind of get away with something like that is if your wife and kids are in the house. Okay. Because they don't like, they're upstairs or whatever, right? Right. So then you can kind of get away with that. I but even at that. If it's like, yeah, leave. I mean, you you have insurance. Look at this other pussy over here. <laughs> Defend your property, James. Well, like, Defend that big house. Like, okay, I'm gonna murder somebody for like entering. I, my I never, I never said murder anybody. I didn't say murder either, but I just said like, would you accidentally hold on too long? Okay, so would you accidentally murder them? No, I don't I would, know. I would detain him. Maybe slap him up a bit. I would like do a Hulk Hogan leg drop on his head as he's like. No, I was thinking out. about this earlier today when I was on the toilet. Earlier today, some guy cut me off and gave me like a look, and he was kind of looked like an asshole. But I was like, "What if we like pulled over and got in a fight?" <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would just like pin him to the ground and I'd open hand slap him <laughs> just multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> you can't do damage with open hand slaps. Have you guys seen the video of uh, Mike Yakulik? Um I have. No, I haven't. I heard. I saw. I heard about it though. Yes. See, that's what I don't know. About. I don't know if I've seen a video. I've seen still images or something. Did it? Was there a video? I uh, yeah, I know. I remember seeing it from someone showed me. Yeah, I thought it, maybe it was a bit. Maybe it was just stills. But he was, went like neon belly on the guy, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. That's yeah. what we're trained to do. It's like <laughs> really. Well, he's like yeah. I thought it was knee and elbow him in the back of the head until his head started swelling up. Maybe not for you, Brian, because you're not a black belt yet. <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't even have my white bar. Brian, you could be in trouble, though. You're trained weapon <laughs> in a, a black bar and whatever you are, Muay Thai. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you get a hold of those wrists and you would squeeze them so tight. <laughs> Man, I hope he gets Brian in a choke in a rear naked choke because Brian will show him that. Yeah, what if it's Brian entering your house and you get him in a rear naked choke? Well, I know. I would hold on forever because I know he's not going to tap or pass out. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> You're going to sit there forever in your and try, to, and try to lotus you for about 20 minutes. In his head, he thinks he's winning because he's not tapping. Exactly. If it's I'm Brian, it'd be easy. House. It'd be like, I'm robbing your house so good right now. Brian would go for a takedown on me and I would just like grab him and kind of throw him to the side. <laughs> Quick pin. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, so it does so the moral of the story is we should just leave our house if we're getting robbed. Unless our kids. There. Yeah. Okay, but if it's my wife and my kids, I can choke the guy and then hit him with my my hit him with my boner. Yeah. No? Like, I mean, I feel if your wife and kids are in there you'd probably have more just reason to rough him up a little bit because you don't want him getting away at all, right? But at the yeah. same time, you got to defend. Like, if he comes in with a knife and you're unarmed and he's, that guy dies, I'm pretty sure you have, like, more reason. Like, you'll be fine. Would you stab them, like, on purpose in the bum? Like, I always thought about that. <laughs> I was, uh, if I got, if I got, like, I don't know, if the guy had a knife and then, like, somehow... I've, I haven't dislodged it. I had a chair or something. Like I had my, I was armed as well and he dropped the knife and then I choked him out or if the knife was beside me, I, I, I don't know. Would you just stab him or no? Or I just, I don't know. I get kind of freaked out even if I was really upset. I don't, I don't think if he's unconscious, 
And no, if he's unconscious, I'm I'm farting on his face. Then I'm urinating yeah, on him. You choked him out, and now the knife is there. I I don't know if you can justify. No, I'm pretty sure you will go to prison for doing that. Okay, but what say, if I peed on him? But if he was passed out and I peed on oh, his that'd mouth, be fine. that'd be fine for sure. Okay, I think good. What if I, he drowned? I will say the other thing he, our friend it. said that he's and he's kind of saying just this is just Edmonton alone because he works in Edmonton. He was saying that for like, if you're worried about like a break and enter, he's like, don't because only people are breaking and entering your house is they know what they're trying to like. They know you're living a shady lifestyle, lifestyle, and you have like ten grand cash or bricks of cocaine, right? And he's like, and if they're breaking your house, they're coming with like sawed off shotguns and that. So you're gonna be doing what they say anyway. He's like, the, other than that, you're just getting people checking doorknobs for people that aren't home. God damn it. They'll always lock your doors, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's that's a hey, Craig, if you're listening to this, always lock your doors. You don't want to say his address on here? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Wow. I don't that was know if this is the best podcast we've ever done or the worst podcast we've ever done. I don't know. It's going off the rails though. It's, I was gonna ask, like, what would you do if like a guy came at you but it was left-handed? And I know what James's answer is not much. <laughs> but why what's wrong with this one being left-handed james didn't you get your wife to attack you left-handed and you were just like, you told your wife to attack you because you're like i'll show you what i would do and then she used her left hand and you were just like <laughs> mind <laughs> blown. specifically with a weapon yeah right yeah there. see i'd be like you think about it you always train for like a dom like right hand dominant attacker I don't, see here's the thing oh go ahead no you go ahead so here's my my issue with the whole self-defense thing when we ever do self-defense first of all i could never do any of them and then the other thing it was just like my first instinct is to clinch you up knee you and then elbow you in the face like i don't know that's what i would do even if the guy had a knife? if they had a knife i don't know if they had a knife i'd be like okay if i didn't have a chair or something yeah i'd be like okay go ahead. I, I definitely feel if a guy had a knife first thing i'm doing is grabbing like a towel or something and like stretching out like the movies and just like Try to like wrangle it up in there. No, no, it's for me. It's chair. I would get a chair. I think if the guy had a knife, I would first say, "Okay, I'm sorry." And then I don't know. It'd be fight or flight with anything. As with anything, with me, I do feel the main point of any self defense that you get taught is that you react in some way and that you're just not like taken mm-hmm. yeah. off guard, right? So like, yeah, you say like, "There's no really wrong move, right? Just do something." The if chair, you, you and then I would close distance, and I would clinch. I would want to clinch. Yeah, if you if you have the space and especially in a weapon situation, like if you have the space, like get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um that's if number you one. Don't have the space or running away would then expose loved ones or other people that have a zero training in self-defense. It's like, okay, well, there's potentially an obligation here to do something. It's like keyword obligation. Just kidding. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe, maybe that. I don't I don't mind the chair idea, but uh um yeah, that's uh, it's it's di- I think there's some dicey situations if like say the tables turn at some point and then there's a weapon involved. Um, so again, I don't so- train our knife defenses like we we have to train them like a, like more. I think we know enough to like do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I think I don't really- think I would. I would panic. I would really panic, and I would know. I would know any of the knife defenses, and it, it literally for me it would be fight or flight chair clinch or run 
Now, no, you put like a realistic should, scenario. Run, in run should be first if it's an option. <coughs> yeah. Run should be yeah. first. Yes, run would definitely be first. Yes. Okay, so this is, now this is my scenario that I would live with, and I'm sure you guys might too. Let's say it's the middle of the night, someone breaks into your house, and you're alone. We'll say you're alone. Your family's away on vacation, like James okay. is most of the time. <laughs> um, vacation. I, I don't know what you guys, but I sleep basically in my underwear. So in the middle of winter, I'm not running. <laughs> it's fucking cold. I'm not getting dressed and running outside. So I was like, I'd rather tackle the guy and try to detain him than try to go for a run in the snow. Yes. Did, did you guys see my point? Like, Jay, what are you yeah, yeah. It's like, which one's the bigger hassle, right? Jordan, you're in the city and someone is, someone has like injured your house with a knife. I didn't say they had a knife. They entered my house. Gun. I don't know what they have. But I'm in the city. It's dark out. I know the layout of my house. And I'm not running outside because it's cold. Yeah, but if you're in the city, like, who cares if, that it's cold? Like, no, no, it's like, no dude, way. how is he gonna warm up? He's gonna, his dick's gonna dude, freeze off. Have you been outside lately? The ice, are, the walks are iced. But I'm, I'm just my, saying, my feet you have, freeze. Like, you have very immediate options of like of safety if you're in your underwear. It's not like you're out in a, like a farmhouse. So you run outside, and it's like you might die because of the elements. No, I think you would die because okay. of the elements. Okay, here's my second question. How many people in the middle of the night are going to let a, a guy in his underwear out the door in saying, help me, help me? Probably not very well, many no, these I, days. I'm not saying you can go to someone's house. I wouldn't let anyone in my house. Where am I going to go then? <laughs> <laughs> I'd Basically, see them on my nest cam and I'd be like, <laughs> I wouldn't even speak to them. I wouldn't want them to think I'm home. But uh, <laughs> I, I would. Uh, <laughs> you got to run to a business. Or out into the <laughs> hey, hey, they, they, no shirt, no service. I'm gonna run to Max that like a kilometer away, <laughs> yeah, a kilometer away. I can barely make it that far these days. I run out of breath and pass out in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> better, better defend, better go up to that knife wielding intruder. Then <laughs> I probably have a better chance rather than do that jog. Honestly, the- I'd rather have a better chance against a knife wielding intruder than jogging to Max in my underwear in the middle. I, of the you know what, I second you on that. I think you should totally defend yourself and at this point i don't know if he has a knife no if i'm a burglar why would i carry a knife i need both my hands to carry shit yeah i don't know man anyway Uh, it's just like yeah i I, I don't know do do you do you look at violence very in a practical form these days or is it just like i feel like the more you know the more it's just like huh i gotta weigh out my options here or not weigh out my options but just you feel like I don't know. I feel like it would have to escalate a bigger level than if I didn't know anything, right? It would take something to, for me to get into the the mode of oh, I have to defend myself now. Do, do you guys do you guys get what I'm saying? No. No, I get I get what you're saying. Like, did I ever tell you the time I got punched in a bar? Yeah, I think I did. I but. Okay, that's very, very not really reasonable in this situation because I've seen you at bars and you're very no, confrontational no. people. I, I was not drunk though. That was the thing. I, got, I was just like, I could see everything kind of happen in slow motion and it was just like, huh. And I feel like if somebody was trying, actually, no, you know what? If someone was trying to rob me, I'd fuck them up. I, I don't think I'd run. That'd kind of be the first instinct would be like, okay, find a chair, close the distance. <laughs> back, to, back to the chair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna side with Jordan on this one. I've seen you in the bar. If you got punched in the bar, I'm gonna I'm I'm erring on the side of you may maybe deserved it. 
No, this the time I got punched in a bar. I did not definitely did not deserve deserve it. And what bar? He, it was a Cook County Saloon. Oh, okay, God, so you you maybe you deserved it. Wait, I was were you, were you in a fight? <laughs> like no, I was sober as a minister. It was I was helping my friend out. I think if you go in there, and I'm not I'm not saying like I'm not I'm not trying not to be prejudiced here because I've gone in there several times in a previous life, and but I think if you, if you make the choice to go in there, it's like. Maybe that maybe you get punched at some point. Well, I, I did get punched, and I was my reaction was, huh, I should do something now. And then I started closing in, and then and the security people like pulled me off. And I think the guy was shocked because he hit me pretty hard in my forehead. And I think his hand hurt after that. It's a wide surface to hit. Did yeah, <laughs> did uh <laughs> uh why like why was that why did he punch you? I don't even remember. I think his friend was messing with my friend. And then I kind of was, was like, hey. And then this guy is a bigger, big white guy. All right. Of no race was important in this. Because if it was a Chinese guy, I don't think he would have punched me. Uh, big white guy punches me. Like he wound up. And I was, you know what? I was embarrassed. I couldn't dodge it because I was just like, huh, I think he's going to punch me right now. Oh, he's punching. Boof. And then I was just like, well. And I wasn't even mad. I was like, I should do something. And then, uh, then when I should do something, turned into action. Then I, then the bouncer stepped. In. Why do you think the Chinese guy wouldn't have hit you? Huh? Why do you think a Chinese guy wouldn't have hit you? Uh, You're still Chinese messing people, with his friend. Chinese people just like to talk, right? I know from experience because I'm Chinese. <laughs> we just like to talk. It's just like we're not gonna, we're not gonna fuck you. Up. I don't know. Anyway, okay. I just feel like if somebody came in though, I'd have to get a chair, and I'd be very nervous. I try to talk. I don't know. Fuck. I don't even know anymore. I'm just talking to you. Hey, Brian, if you're in the middle of the dance floor, first thing I'm going to go looking for a chair. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So on that note, James has talked about in a past life, he would go to the Cook County Saloon. Today's top three is very, is related to that, Jordan. What what is our top three? I don't know. (laughs) What is our top three? Let me, you better refresh my memory. Well, I thought our top three was, uh, let's see it was the top three least obvious things about getting older all right so this is in my opinion this is something specific to yourself all right just because you went through this it doesn't mean everybody else had to go through it it was just things that you didn't think getting older would entail and i think that's basically it yeah jordan you got my fucking headphone here. I can't get it turned around. What's going All on? right. So basically, top three things about you know turning forty. Oh, that yeah, that's right. Think, you didn't think I, you had to the worry. The reason about. why I thought of this is because, like we talked about, James just turned forty. I'm turning thirty-five. <laughs> and, James is uh, not turned thirty. You, you're not forty, James, are you? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. We we clarified he wasn't forty. I thought he. I thought he was born in 79. I don't know why. <laughs> if I was born in 79, I would be older than 40. <laughs> Very valid point. On my way to 50. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So what is it? Top three. Top three things about the, the least obvious things about getting older. Okay. Why? So sorry, Jordan, you had a, you had a story about this. I didn't have a story. Oh yeah. I'm turning 35 in a week. And oh, yeah. uh, I figured you guys can help me with what I already kind of know from what other people have told me. So we'll see if you okay. have any better advice or things to look forward to. Sounds good. 
we'll do our best. Keep in mind, I think this is again specific to us as people, not everybody. Because like I know some people who are way older than me, but do not have any of these issues that I'm about to mention. Jordan uh, James can probably say the same because we we know some older people, possibly that you know aren't vaccinated, and we're still going to clubs when they were my age. <laughs> but I digress. Really, I'll go first. Down. You're gonna go first. Okay. Yeah, I'll go first. Number three. The least obvious thing was I didn't realize how tired I would get. And it wasn't about, it's, it's not even a recent thing. It's not even just a having kids thing. It's just like, I think ever since I started working and I had to wake up at seven, sometimes six. And now it's like six, like before I just couldn't believe how tired I would get by the time nine o'clock was rolling through. It was just like, okay, I need a fucking nap or I need to go to sleep soon. It's like, I didn't want to leave the house past nine o'clock. I never thought I would ever get to that point, but that was one thing I did not uh, see coming. Hmm. So you do better, like you can't do as well with a lack of sleep is what you're saying. Exactly. So that you know how sense. before Friday night was the night everybody liked to go out? That, that'd be a standard going out night for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I For me, it's like you do anything on Friday or you plan anything on a Friday, I will fucking shoot you. Like I'm kicking you. Fuck you for planning something on friday it's like friday it was like friday night was a total write-off because i needed to go to bed early is this an old thing or a kid thing though no it was a dude um when we were in and this started happening to me when i was in my 20s and turning 30 i would remember people would schedule stuff for fridays and i'd be like no i can't i can't do it i'm too tired i don't want to do this i can't go out on a friday and then we had a friend this individual i still remember clear as day she scheduled two events consecutive Fridays and I had to go to them and it was an obligation. I was so upset because I was a really tired B like I have a Friday routine and she interrupted it. And to this day, what were the events this, birthdays? One was a fundraiser for a not-for-profit that is no longer or never got off the ground. And the other was some other thing. To this day, I can't drop it. I can't forget about it. It's just like, you took two of my Fridays away, two Fridays in a row. How dare you? Well, that seems petty. Anyway. I'm super petty. Anyway, just kidding. I, 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 I've, I've forgiven this person in my head. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. okay. I'll go second. Uh, so this is what I've been told by a few people. It's deals males. It sounds like as you get older... <laughs> your ball sack gets stretchier as in like they, they can drip into the water, (laughs) dunk into the water a little bit. You gotta be careful. Like where you're zipping up. Uh, Yeah. It hasn't happened to me yet. Uh, I haven't really started off with a very like large ball sack to be quite honest. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys can confirm this. Just, just when it's like really hot. So as I noticed that the, my ball sack hangs a bit lower, but no, not not in general. I don't. Maybe I just never noticed it. I think it's more of a white guy thing, James. How about you? <laughs> I, I know you're trying to egg me into this conversation. Well, I, I'm just asking you. Well, I'm you guessing it's white people describe, telling him this. You don't have to just yeah. It's two white guys who told me this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a set of it's like old person's earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> what they get? <laughs> 
you uh you you have <laughs> you put heavy weights on those things for a long enough time they get so i understand saying is this like a confirmation thing or you don't know yet is it a confirmation? Are you con- confirming this certainly, is possible? Certainly, uh, as I as I approach forty, it's there's uh, a bit a, a, a bit more sag towards what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Just part of getting older. Okay, it's just something I heard. Definitely not looking forward to it if it's true. Mm-hmm. No, I feel of it like I'd be disgusted with myself if I just touched the water when I sat down. Yeah, happy. no, no, I don't. Th- I don't that's like that, definitely I, not a problem. I don't like me. that poo splash either. It's not great. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank God for these bidets. Wash that sock. Buddy, off. I didn't quite understand what you meant by sitting down and I'm touching the water, but yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah, like I, like I said, I'm not, I don't have an issue with it at the moment. I was thinking maybe you might, but it just doesn't no, sound like you do. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's not that bad yet. <laughs> but it's getting there is what he's saying let's not rule it out <laughs> let's not rule it out yet. let's okay. not rule it out okay james what's your number three so these i think we're going to be kind of uh i had i struggled with this topic because i think it can be interpreted in different ways sure like so top three least obvious things about getting older i don't like is are those things you're surprised about or things you're you're not surprised about or things that have like caught you off guard or things that have caught you off guard yeah yeah i just sort of made some general observations (laughs) okay just tell us and this was just one i made and this is maybe my actually i'm not going to say it's my weakest one because i think my number two is my weakest one so go with that uh, (laughs) i should probably be your number three i was just gonna say why don't you lead off with that no no three has got to be your real number two you stuff the weakest ones in the, the weakest one in the middle anyway uh the i this is just something that i was uh thinking about the other day was that like and it's because i've been trying to introduce nathan to different types of music other than like baby oh. shark and gummy bear and yeah, so yeah yeah yeah. i think i know where you're going playing music for him and it's stuff that like as I sort of found what I was interested in uh, as like a teenager and like more, and then into my early twenties um, and barring that, like there was a, a significant phase there where I listened to a lot of like, I was your typical white kid from Sherwood Park who listened to like a lot of gangster rap <laughs> in rap's heyday during the like mid to late nineties. Um, but so I'm not going to play that for him, but like, then I really, into like um into like rock and stuff like that and so i've been like the stuff i end up playing for him it's crazy how old those songs are where it's like there was classic rock when i was a kid and at the time those songs were 20 years old right Where like yeah the music i'm playing for my son is like 20 30 years old like nickelback or no, not Nickelback. <laughs> what are you playing for your son? It's a classic rock. <laughs> no, I've been playing him stuff like I'll put on for for some reason he likes the sound from that like uh that grunge rock sort of like sound from Alice in Chains and and uh Soundgarden and stuff. And I wasn't even huge into that like 20 years ago. I kind of got into it a little bit later, but I think he just calls it uh he calls it bonk music. Hmm. 
Uh, oh. If you can think of like the beginning of like uh, Man in a Bo- Man in the Box. I don't know that song. It's by Alice in Chains. Anyway, it kind of is that like Blink One Eighty Two? No, no, Alice in Chains is uh more depressing. Yeah, it's just, it's grunier. Um, it's great news. It's great music to slit your wrist to. Yeah, there's this Seattle rock scene. There's a Seattle like rock rock kind of grunge rock scene from like the late nineties or nine yeah, the-, the 90s that was like that's where like um pearl jam came out of alice in chains and like soundgarden um they all kind of came out of there temple of the dog don't don't know i've never really heard of any of these <laughs> you ever heard of pearl jam i heard pearl of pearl jam, jam yeah. pearl jam came out alice in chains i don't know her oh, i've heard of alice in chains but i think james used one of their songs when he no yes did you not no, use no. it as your walkout song? It was Avenged Sevenfold. Is that what you use, Avenged Sevenfold? So sad. That was the worst. It was like walkout a twenty-minute walkout song. It took forever Dude, to come out. He freaking like I that was the it. most. That was the most awkward walkout music, and this is coming from somebody who walked out to Imagine by John Lennon. That's not awkward. That's been done. That wasn't even it's been original. done. Yeah. Fair enough. You walked out to. Avenge Sevenfold, and it was it had like a full thirty seconds of slow music, and we had it's to okay. wait at the top of the thing. He's like, "Okay, I gotta wait." I was just like, "Dude, we gotta walk out soon." Not thirty seconds; it's a minute. We thought James was scared for a second. So he's coming out. No, no it came out. It came, he out. came out. It was main event. That's he had a main event walkout music. I did. I he was fighting event. on the fucking undercard. He was the first fight of the night. <laughs> no, second fight. Second. Oh, were you? All right. Okay. So what? Was, so I don't even understand the underrated thing. Hmm? What was the? What was your thing about getting old that unexpected? Uh, <laughs> no. See, that's why. I, like, that's why. That's why <laughs> I gave the preamble about like not totally understanding the topic. I was just like, I'm surprised. It's nuts. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that old yet. The music that I started listening to as an adult is over 20 years old. Yes. To me, that's okay. Okay. <coughs> okay. okay. Well, uh, James, why don't you say your number yeah, two? Yeah, do number two. <laughs> number two uh, is, and keep in mind when you were harassing me to get on the podcast. And I was, I wasn't running late. I was running on time. You guys were early. Um, I was coming up with this list. And so uh, number two is one of my meager ones, but it was something that I was also thinking about the other day that I had, that I just kind of crept up on me since I moved to my house was that I never thought I'd actually care about my neighborhood as much as I do. Why do you care about, like, in what way? What do you care about your neighborhood? The I, people around me, the kids around me, um, the schools, the, like, uh, who my kid might hang out with five years from now, trying to, like, figure that out, who I like talking to as I'm walking my dog, um, everything. Like, for some reason, I, I didn't think that would be, prior to even three years ago, I wouldn't think that that would, like, matter to me at all. I'd be like, well, I have my friends. I have my life. I have my family. It's like, this is my house. It happens to be in a certain location in the city, but nothing changes. But it's just like, maybe COVID had something to do with it where everyone went really self-contained. 
and you spend a lot of time at the park in your neighborhood but like um but yeah it kind of crept up on me was that that, the that pride, is the... Uh, or the pride and maybe more than just pride just general sort of care i have for all things, things that don't matter well i i would argue they probably do matter i just didn't think that they would matter to me mm. okay yeah jordan i don't have any of these problems i just i, just... I i'm actually gonna use my number two because mine's gonna kind of piggyback off james um again in my neighborhood uh not so much of like caring what's goes on caring what goes on in my neighborhood to a certain point but i do like keep an eye on now and like other neighbors and like man this guy hasn't done his lawn in a while <laughs> this guy's taking forever to shovel his walks <laughs> kind of peering out my window a lot more than i used to mm-hmm. goddamn kids keep the noise down <laughs> like out the out there the, i was out there this morning at like 20 after six ice in my walks and then i was just like how come no one else is out here doing <laughs> what is wrong with everybody Someone what is wrong with everyone i will say my neighborhood is generally a lot older than I am. They're all like retirees and all that. So mm-hmm. they probably have crews coming to do it now. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's my number two. Like, you sound, you guys both sound like my neighbors and I understand like my neighbor, not my neighbors, but uh, this neighborhood that I'm in mm-hmm. is like full of like, I don't know, man, it's weak ass, like soft ass white people, man. I'm on the, our neighborhood has this like community forum on Facebook and some of the shit people complain about some like legitimate, right? Like the petty crime that happens, but some other shit is just like, Oh, your dog's running up and down. I got to like quarantine this dog. Cause you don't know how to take care of it. It's just like, fuck you. Just let the dog run. He dies. He dies. Right. Okay. Then it's <laughs> one, one aspect. It's like, I don't think it matters that. I don't know that they're white. Like anybody could have these problems, but yes, yeah, keep your dog off my property, please. Oh fuck. Anyway, do you think that there's an issue when people care about your dog more than you? No, I'm saying the issue is just like don't freaking quarantine and lock up somebody's dog and refuse to give it back to them when it's not that big of a deal and dogs get out and you're com- like, god damn it. I don't know. I, when a dog shits on my property, I get very upset. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. I find the Okanagan is very dog unfriendly. I no, was no. in the summer or last summer, last summer, two summers ago. We brought our dog. That was a huge mistake. Why was that a huge mistake? Nobody wants your, like, there's no accommodation. Like I get the beach, the public beaches. People don't want dogs on the beach because yes. they're like in poop. And so like, okay, if you want to bring your dog on a beach, go to a dog friendly beach. And they're always the shittiest parts of the beach and the city. But I understand that, but like park spaces, like not just the playground, like every park you walk by, it's just like dogs not allowed to walk in the field. That's because you went to Kelowna, man. And Kelowna is filled yeah. with freaking soft ass stuck up white people, man. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Yeah. And why does it matter that they're white? <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling super racist tonight. I don't know. Yeah. There was, uh, a, there was this old white lady that came up to me. me like, you? There you go. We were we were at the beach, and this is like one of the first couple of days. And we're like, yeah, we're just learning about like how like yeah, the dogs not allowed anywhere. But we were at one of the main beaches in Kelowna. The dogs allowed on the path. We're on the path. We're really looking at like, oh, there's any picnic tables we want to hang out here, or like, what are we gonna do with the dog? We shouldn't have brought her because like there's no like 
places that she can go. Like I'm literally following the rules. Like I'm trying my best to follow the rules. The dog actually is technically, she's decided to like start smelling the grass a little bit. Like you don't understand or anything like just the grass beside the path. Yeah. This old lady, I'm sure she does this every morning on her walk is like, she tries to like admonish bad dog owners or in her brain dog, bad dog owners. And she's like, stands there. She's like talking to us about like, you know, dogs are only allowed on the path. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I understand. Like, that's why we're like looking for an appropriate spot to hang out here. Like, sure. And then she's still like standing there. And then it sounds, and then, you know what? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let yeah. you finish. <laughs> I can totally see that. And I can totally see that happening. And even in my, in this town, because there's people that here that they, they have nothing else better to do than to mind everybody else's business and to yeah. follow the rules, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I was loosely, fo- I was following the rules. Like loosely. I know yeah, you like, were. Typically is like a foot from like the, the thing, but like those rules exist to like, get your dog off the sand, like stay around the path. Like, yeah, those are the rules. And, and, and then she's just like, you know what? And I'm actually, she goes, I'm really surprised because you have a, because you have a, a kid that you'd be fine with your dog off the path. And I was like, so she's talking about like, oh, like a kid getting like crawling a dog piss on the sand or the grass or something. And I was like, I was like, I, I can't remember what I said, but uh, I was just like, I can't, it was something about like, like, you just need to like, we're sorting it out, like mind your own business kind of thing. And she kind of effed off. But I remembered saying immediately to Christina, I was like, you know, she does that every morning, that lady, every morning she does that. She probably yeah. also doesn't wear her mask. Now she doesn't wear her mask. Yeah. Yeah. This was pre-mask. But... <laughs> anyway, yeah. And then she goes to coffee with her other dumb friends. And she's like, you should have seen all the dogs on the beach this morning. That guy totally, with I've, all the tattoos. <laughs> totally met that. I've I've met that lady at uh I've met that lady before. Anyway. Okay, who's next? Is it me? You? I think it's you. Okay, so I I forgot my number two. two and one. Okay, so number two thing about oh fuck. Okay, I totally forgot because we just got into this really interesting conversation. Okay, so number two, this is weak. Right, admittedly so. Um, like all of my things, but the thing you don't understand about getting old is you get dizzy really easily. Yeah, sounds like you have low blood pressure. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this: I before when I in my younger days, in my twenties, I could go to amusement park rides. I can do all that oh, shit. Oh, that dizzy. Okay, it was totally fine. The older I got, the less able I was to do that stuff. I remember we went to uh, Disney World and Universal Studios, and I got sick after one of the rides. I was like, oh, shit, I can't do that again. Like, never in my wildest dreams did I ever see myself being unable to do something like that. So I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closely related, this was going to be my number two, but it was just like, like, you don't like any new music when you're old when you're younger you feel like oh yeah i'm gonna keep up with the trends now it's just like yo i don't like anything that's not released within the last like past if it's been released within the last 10 years it's like i don't even want to listen to it 
like with mm-hmm. bearing a few bad examples but you just want to listen to the music you listen to your whole life that was one thing i never saw getting old okay the fair point yeah i will say i did like that vin diesel song this summer <laughs> real I banger vin diesel had a song yeah i can't remember what it's called huh. but i think it was like something about summer interesting that was pretty good though i'm not the best connoisseur of music <laughs> me neither uh the only exception to my last rule was kendrick lamar everything else to that is just like everything else is shit okay number one okay so see number two is the weakest for me number one uh you don't realize how fast time passed like time flies by now i used to make a big deal of, of knowing people for like 10 years when i was younger because it was like holy shit that's like half my life i didn't do any celebration when I cross the 10 year mark with any of the two of you because it's just like it didn't even feel like 10 years 10 years ago was 2011 hey riddle me that so yeah I just didn't it, time passed by yeah it's, it's, it's been a long time it's been a long time and it just it doesn't even feel like it and it's not not like you want to just say it oh yeah so much happened it's just like no 10 years is like a year now or five years, you know what I mean? It's like New Year's used to be a big deal. It's like no, it's not a big deal anymore. It's just like yeah, that's like quarter quarter two. Time goes very fast. Time goes by. I think it's like intentional, too. It's, what's crazy is that like being new parents, like we are, time goes so slow in a way. Yeah, yeah, and so fast at the same time, right? Like, yeah. Obviously, obviously, time is just for what you said like time is going fast like all of a sudden our kids are like toddlers but um and older in, in your case brian but like at the same time so like yeah looking back time went by so fast but in the moment day to day it's so slow <laughs> yeah like uh like i james you have google photos do you get like those memory things like two years yeah. ago today yeah uh, i actually got one today and it showed my oldest daughter and she looks nothing like she does today. But like, I feel like the version she is today, she's been like that for like a year or a year, two yeah, years. Yeah. I, same thing looking at that, uh, at my kid, like just, uh, just a year ago, like, like beginning of the like pandemic, there's pictures of us. Like you can, I, I, I know the time, I know what we were doing and I know the conversations we were having. And because he's made this transition from like two to three during that time. Yeah. Like a two-year-old that has all of these like baby-like features for the most part, often like where it's not just their face, it's their like, it's like how their wrist joins their hand and like their their mannerisms and the way they walk. Yeah. We're like, now he's three and a half and he's like this little human being who just like walks normal. Yeah. Um, and like he has a more normal looking body. Like he's losing some of those like ridiculous like baby features in his torso. Yeah. They lose like their little pot bellies and they became like leaner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually is pretty wild. Yeah, it is. It is. But I totally get the whole point of like time. Like in the moment, it seems so slow, but at the end of the week, you're like, man, that week, like, what happened? Or like at the end of like um, the month, you're like, man, it's already been like a, like we're already in December of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just stuff like that. You've already been fighting it. COVID for two years. Like it's 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 crazy, insane. You know, yeah, December like we'll one. Doing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> at this point, I wouldn't know what to do if we weren't. 
Yeah, I'd have no identity. Yeah, just kidding. I probably would be doing the exact same things I'm doing now, just <laughs> without masks and <laughs> probably be unvaccinated. I imagine. Well, I guess that's a never came, but anyway. Who's next? Uh, I am. Um, okay, so this is again. I'm trying to keep it subtle, subtle things. Um, as I get older, my need to return things has gotten higher. <laughs> so when I was younger, I'd buy things and just like ah, something happened. I just don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, 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 I wouldn't return it. Wouldn't do anything. Now I need that twenty bucks. I need that five bucks. Like I want that money back. And ironically, you have more money now than you did when you were younger. Yeah, it's just like the principle of the matter. Yeah, like I ordered my daughter a costume for Halloween off this like Chinese site. Yeah, uh, I only say that because their shipping takes forever. So it was the promise date was like October 9th and it came in the mail today. <laughs> so I don't care how long it takes, but I'm returning this fucking thing for, for the $34 it cost me. <laughs> was it free returns? I don't know, but I'll pay whatever it is to get that $15 back. I want, I want something back because that's, that's ridiculous. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. That is a low key thing. It's just like, yes, I, I need to return this. I remember I would buy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, and it was just like, oh well, didn't want to, re- didn't need to return it. Now it's just like, I bought like this the, this pack of screws. It was like a ten pack that I had already, and it cost me like maybe four dollars. And it's just like, it's I'm uncomfortable not returning it. Okay, like, well, I have okay, this it. is <laughs> that's just outrageous. <laughs> like, who's returning a ten pack of screws? You're gonna use that no matter what. Like, this, I have items that I'm gonna like, I'll know I'll use at some point. I'll keep. I don't know if I'm going to use these screws though. Are you kidding me? You always need a pack of screws around. That's outrageous that you just told me that. I have a lot of screws. Do you really? Then why did you go out to buy a temp pack? Because I'm a fucking moron. I thought we've already established this fact. All right, James. I put as my number one that. I feel like despite the fact I'm worse at everything, I am significantly more confident in doing anything. Yes. Like what? Anything. Anything? Yeah, I'll try more things, I think, which is out of my comfort zone. I don't like trying new things because I like to know the procedure, but like maybe there's like this a bit of uh, hesitation to try something new, but like once I'm there, it's just like I'll give it a go. I feel like, like what's an example? Um, uh, I remember, okay, just uh, right before the end of the summer. And this is, is going to sound silly, but like, I'm like, I'm not big into water sports, like water skiing. I still won't too. Maybe I will for my kid, but like, I think it's stupid. Like what's too like, like getting pulled on a ride in a tube on the back of a boat. Uh, but like, um, <clears throat> I think, I think three or four years ago, like people would be water skiing and I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, and part of it was just like, I haven't done it for 20 years. I'm going to be terrible. But at this point I was just like, huh. and maybe part of it was like my kid, I need to show an example, but however I went in, it's just like, man, okay. How'd it go? Uh, uh, it took me a few tries to uh, 
uh, get up on the skis, but I made it happen. But there you I go. Get those little chicken beater legs on that skis. Where you go. <laughs> James, I feel as you got older, you became a watch guy. A watch guy, only because you're noticing my watch. I am. I don't know if you've ever worn a watch. That's a smart watch, so it's not it doesn't count. I feel like see, look at look at James's wrist right now. I feel that watch is too tight. <laughs> too tight. That he's wearing it like a two-year-old <laughs> or three, like a five-year-old I need, I need watch. A new band, I think. But it also like it's measuring my. Uh, it's got to be at a certain location because it's measuring my uh, heart rate. That's better, right? Yeah, that's a douchebag with a, a smart watch. I don't feel I'll ever wear a watch. Ever. Why not? I just don't like I just don't like stuff on my wrist. I um you get used to it. It's just like a ring, right? Yeah. You didn't like your ring on your finger. I still don't. That's why I have a silicone one now. Mm-hmm. But uh I got one uh for mostly um well not mostly, it was it was the final straw where we th- Christina thought I should monitor my sleep. Why? Oh, you have apnea. Uh, also, like I snore quite a bit, and uh, she's like, "You should monitor your sleep. You'd be surprised." Here comes the machine. He's getting a machine. Yeah. yeah. First the watch, then the machine. This should have been number one. Sleep apnea as you get older. <laughs> and it is. It is kind of interesting to see like how much if you're getting enough deep sleep, if you're getting enough REM sleep, how much you were awake whether you knew it or not. Um, so if you know that you're not getting enough sleep, how do you fix that? I, I fall asleep on the couch sometimes for like three hours and then I'll like do some things and then go back to bed. And like the, when you look at your sleep cycles, like the effect that that has is like quite drastic of like how terrible your sleep is on the couch, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then second, because you never enter like, a, like you never complete your sleep cycles. And then... Um, going into uh and then like once you get to bed you do like it's just so much so much better once you're there um but since i only have like two and a half hours left it's like it's not good sleep so you'll like fall asleep on the couch and go to bed at like three in the morning or two in the morning or something yeah or later yeah by accident um i very rarely ever fall asleep like watching tv on the couch like if i feel like i'm drowsing off i just turn the tv off and go to bed yeah i'm the same way there's been times i turn the tv off because i plan to do that and i'm just like oh i'm just gonna sit here for five seconds well james's house is way james's house is so big he's like oh the fucking stairs i'm not i'm just gonna stay here like the dishes aren't done or something and i want to do them (laughs) i'm like oh i just need five i just need like five seconds here before i start and then like it's three hours later that's the next thing and I'm sleeping, sitting upright for three hours. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sleep is very important. Uh, <laughs> a couple of podcasts on on sleep. It seemed like people knew what they were talking about. There's like significant linkages to dementia and whatnot. What are they saying? The proper amount of sleep: seven hours, eight hours. Uh, it's, it depends. It, 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 I think it depends. Uh, and like, it's more than just like the total number of hours. I think it's like, 
it's very much like depends on the quality of how much REM sleep you get, how much deep sleep you get, how much light sleep you get. They're all actually important parts of the sleep cycle and mm-hmm. they all do different things to your body. Um, hmm. And uh, in terms of like restoring uh, certain brain functions and, and, and then the physical restoration of your like body and muscles and stuff like that. Um, anyway, they've been able to do some uh, pretty, uh, well-supported linkages between lack of sleep and uh, Alzheimer's. Um, and so sleep's important. So it's something I want to improve. Yes. But, yeah, it's super, it's, uh, it's an interesting topic. It's difficult when you have a uh, child that doesn't sleep. Yeah. I know. I think it's one of those things where some, I think there's not a ton that us with young children can do too much about right now, but something to keep in the back of the mind once you have opportunity to start sleeping through the night is take it. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I knew sleep was important, but I just stopped like worrying about it because we just never got good sleep because of, Mm -hmm. uh, because of Kendrick. We, he, we finally got, so we, uh, did like we just tapped out got a sleep consultant Mm -hmm. and now he's sleeping through the night so ironically (coughs) excuse me i'm way more tired now because i need so much sleep i'm getting we've been sleeping like six seven hours straight Mm -hmm. (coughs) but it's like we're so tired when we wake up Hmm. it's because we just need more it it just sucks You're getting a taste now and you just need more. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, we were we were getting close, we were having conversations with our youngest um about sleep consultant because our oldest was just so good at sleep. Yeah. Um as soon as we tried to sleep train a bit, he started going, he slept through the night and has ever since. Um and uh but our youngest just like took so long and um, he has, he does now for the most part. Um, and if he doesn't, it's cause there's probably something wrong. He's teething or yeah, yeah. Or, or something like there's a reason for it. So, which is nice because you go so long where you're just like, there's no reason for this. It was a year. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. COVID. Mm-hmm. Not COVID. Yeah, for us it was it was honestly we couldn't even start it until we moved out, and it, it just it got so bad because it's like on top of the stress of trying to find a place here because mm-hmm. the real estate market's insane. Uh, we weren't sleeping, so it just it just compounded, and it's just like okay, I'm fucking like I, you know, you're you're gonna be willing to pay too much for something that was a not worth it, and b like you're gonna regret. But it was just like it was worth it just so we could sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, super pumped. All right. Well, uh, you know, I guess this entire podcast is going to be this. But uh, let's get to our dad blogs. This has been a enlightening podcast. Anybody who wants to start? Dad blog. Anybody? Uh, I can start. Okay. Time to think about something. I I have one, but uh, I I mean, it's... 
is a I suppose there's probably a variety of things that I could bring up, but one in the most recent uh, in the most recent history was this morning. Yeah. Um, I was on kid duty because uh, my wife worked uh, most of the evening. Yeah. And uh, so I was trying to give her some time to sleep before I had to start my work day. Yeah. And uh, and so Nathan's, my oldest is really into like building things with blocks. What kind and, of blocks? Like, it doesn't matter. They can be Lego blocks. They can be like... Um, just like those foam blocks they can be um there's they are the there are these stacking block things they could be like um there could be like balls connect there's like these connected ball things or you can connect them with these like um he just likes to build things up and right 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 like stack things on top of each other yeah and then he's imagining like he's really into boats so he's like he's building different boats and towers and anyway but the problem is, is like my youngest, he's like starting, he walks a bit now and stuff and he just wants to destroy things. And Nathan was the same way. Like we would, we would make towers of things when my, my oldest was only one and his thing would be walking up to them and destroying them. That was like one of his favorite things to do. And it's also one of my favorite things for my youngest to do <laughs> like a tower. And my youngest Gavin will like he'll sort of stumble into it and like sometimes on purpose sometimes not just destroy it and like gavin <sighs> thinks that's what we're that's the game and nathan loses it but nathan like loses it too hard like he like he freaks out and and uh he won't like and i'm just like just wait like gavin's gonna go for his nap right away like just wait uh just teach gavin how to do it and then like once he goes for his nap you can do whatever you want and uh, and technically the ones he's using now like he's using a lot of gavin's toys and right it's, it's like these are gavin's we got him his own which was a huge mistake and uh you guys want to share my my moral of the story is the best thing i did i had to weather the storm when i did this but it's like we've been talking about like taking them away because <clears throat> he can't share properly and just yeah like, you know, if you can't share with your little brother, like, and you can't teach him how to use them, like, we're going to take him away. And we've been saying that for days and days. Yeah. And it's like, we follow through the importance of just like following through. And so, like, I took him away this morning and it was a, like, probably the worst temper tantrum my son's ever thrown was this morning. Um, like, crying so hard, can't breathe, like, he's so upset. And, uh, but once he got over it, one of the best days we've had in weeks. It's just like the force of controversy was gone. It was the best. Where it's like he's playing with other things. He's playing with things that Gavin's not interested in. Gavin's doing his own thing, walking around, playing in the cupboards, and like, oh, it's the best. Anyway. Solid. Two morals of the story. One, follow through. That <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. And uh, two, if there's a source of like friction amongst the siblings, take it take, away. Take it away. Perfect. Just temper. That's, that's it sounds reasonable. Just fucking take it away. Sounds reasonable. You gotta you gotta cash in on those threats. Yeah. You wanna go, Jordan? Or you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, yeah. Mine is since it's December first. This is the first year we are doing Elf on the Shelf. Oh what? You guys yeah. are doing that shit? 
yeah, my aunt got it for us and she gave us a whole bunch of like a huge kit. Like she set us up, like we didn't have to really plan. Well, we have to plan like what we're going to do each night. So we are officially in night number three. Okay. The first night was done for us. Like we did, my uncle actually made us like a, a bag with like an envelope on the front of it. Uh-huh. The bag actually had an advent calendar in it. And then the bag, like the front of the bag was an envelope with their Monroe and Farrah from Santa. And then I had the elf like shoved in the envelope. And we watched the movie beforehand. Of uh-huh. how you can't touch the elf or it loses, loses magic. There's, there's a movie? There's a movie on Netflix that like we've really helped that really helped uh, Monroe kind of figure what was going on. And she also got an elf book. How long? Oh, okay. The movie's not very long. I think it's about 20 minutes. Okay, good. We have to do this this year too. So. Because, uh, yeah, kids in the movie that they named the elf Chippy. <laughs> they named him what? Because so the kids are supposed to name their own elf. But my yeah. aunt's saying, listen, you want to court, like you want to guide them to picking a name that you can live with for the next 14 years, <laughs> give or take, right? So right off the bat, Monroe wanted to name the, the elf Supergirl. I'm like, no, we're not. That's a not, lame name. I was like, not Supergirl. But she's like, I want to name it Chippy, like the movie. <laughs> I was like, well, let's do something original. I was like, how about Mitzi? And she's like, okay, <laughs> Mitzi. <laughs> so then night number one, um, we had a little candy cane hook that the elf can sit in. So we hung him from the, sh- or hung her, hung Mitzi from the chandelier. And she was sitting in the chandelier holding on the candy cane. And you can turn their head. So like, they look right at you. It's kind of <laughs> creepy, but mm-hmm. got that. And then tonight we strung a line across from our light in our dining room to our living room lamp. And she's hanging upside down on the thing, uh, looking. So that's night two. We have enough ideas to get us through probably about 10 nights. And after that, we're going to start fishing. So yeah, it's actually one of the fun things I think I'll be looking forward to. Ask yeah. me again by Christmas. I might be tired of it, but. Or ask you again in five years. Or five years, yeah. There's a lot of good ideas I've heard and seen. Uh-huh. Uh, but how many of them, like, do you have to refresh them all next year? Or... So we'll see. Yeah, we have, to, we have to start. We got our we got it given to us as a gift too, and we're supposed to. We're going to start this year, but yeah, yeah, definitely have them watch the movie like a day before. Yes, so yeah, yeah, we don't. Uh, we chose not to do it mm-hmm. for the exact reason. Like it's just like just coming up with ideas is going to be too tough. It's going to be mm-hmm. nuts. So far, it's been a very good like tool and. Like Monroe was like, oh, she's getting upset. And I'm like, I like look over at Mitzi. I was like, Shh. <laughs> I was just gonna point at Mitzi. She's like, she's watching. Monroe kind of like <laughs> wipes away the tears and like look. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been working so far. After Christmas, I don't know what we're gonna do anymore. That Mitzi's gone, but yeah, we even got this little board that tells her like how she's doing. <laughs> but I think Mitzi's gonna drop that off in a couple of days saying she's not doing very good. So we're gonna have to bring up the effort here. It's pretty good. Yeah. So um, that's my dad blog. Nice. Yeah, my dad blog is uh not, I don't think it's good, but no, we'll see. Okay, so my uh let me just try to think. So my sister-in-law uh like she talks to Lydia almost all the time like they, they have a very good relationship and <clears throat> so the other day so my sister-in-law is going out to sea she, she's uh, in the navy and she's going out on a sail and basically 
they were talking about Christmas decorations. And my daughter loves my sister-in-law's uh, Christmas decoration uh, collection. Mm-hmm. She's in love with it. And I don't even know what the conversation was, but it got to the point where it was like, oh, hey, so, you know, when I think she wanted, my my daughter wanted uh, the, the the collection. And then my sister-in-law was like, oh, yeah, when uh, when auntie dies or whatever, then you can have it. And for some reason, my daughter got really like, she was like, Lydia's just like, what the heck? She did not look right. And she just starts crying like uncontrollably. And she's just like, what the fuck? Like, no, 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 just chill out. Like, this is like a normal thing. So apparently we, she didn't realize that uh, her parents and her aunt and everybody could die one day. Mm-hmm. So she started like losing her shit, crying, traumatized. And uh, I had to like step in and just kind of calm, calm, calm shit down. Anyway, so that was the kind of set the stage. Uh, one thing that Lydia and I both like to do is build Lego. And we got into this conversation about uh, she's just like, oh, this is my Lego, right? I'm like, no, it's daddy's Lego. You're allowed to play with it. And she's just like, no, no, it's my Lego. And then I'm like, okay, it's not your Lego right now, but maybe when daddy dies. And then it was just like, Oh shit, totally unexpected. I mentioned that again and yeah, she started losing her shit again. And anyway, so yeah. Long story short, we accidentally introduced the concept of death to my daughter and uh she did not handle it super well, not like she should have, but you know what? All things considered, she handled it decently well. So mm-hmm. that's my dad blog. Death. You know what I feel like? Is I always have this in my head just because like we all like we have dogs, right? So <coughs> we, like, yeah, good opportunities to like for them to experience death. Yes, right? I agree. So she's That's in general, death, yeah. But like like Brian, you and I dogs are gonna die like when our kids are quite young, right? And so they're gonna experience that death and it's not like the human in their life. I feel like that's like a really good introduction. Um, to that concept not looking forward to it i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna gonna be tough obviously but um i feel like that's uh not that's like a kind of if you can if you can think of a positive thing about your dog dying it's that like I, i think overall it'll help your kid learn to cope yeah lesson there you know i suppose I also told I uh, I also felt this was like payback unintentionally for the time I told my uh, my cousin's kid mm-hmm. that food chickens and regular chickens are the same chicken and that she's eating chicken chickens. Yeah. Did she care? She was uh, apparently traumatized, but uh, my cousin <laughs> was not impressed that I. It did. Yeah, she's like, we're gonna have to have a conversation about this afterwards with. Uh, with Olivia, I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry. I remember that. when I was pretty young, probably had to be like eight or 10, somewhere in there. My old like neighbors that were behind us, he was like my best friend, one of my best friends growing up. His name was Jerry and yeah. he was from uh, Laos, <laughs> Laotian. Yeah. Uh, so they moved and then I went to go visit at their house one day and there was a duck in the backyard. Oh, oh sweet. They guys have a fucking duck running around. It's sweet. We're kind of running around and we see the duck all day. We come close to dinner time we turn around the mom grabs the neck and just cuts it throat. i'm like oh yeah <laughs> what is going on 
Did you eat the duck? I did. I had no issue eating the duck. <laughs> That's awesome. Very traumatizing though for a little bit there. My um my brother's kid is middle uh his middle kid is a girl and she I don't know she was probably about like she was probably five at the time. And she sort of like she she already had this concept of like she didn't want to eat the animals. What the so fuck? She was like a veg- she was a she was a quote unquote vegetarian in her head, right? She's like she only ate vegetables. She didn't hurt the animals. I don't know how she got that into it because her family were not like no one else is a vegetarian. Um, she also just like didn't like meat as much, the texture or whatever, and so like she just they had more success with just like pasta. <laughs> like that kind of stuff and uh anyway so she would always like skip out on the on the meat part of meals but she likes chicken nuggets oh those are she always did that whole time like that would be her meat part of any, of any well, meat. someone argue that's vegetarian <laughs> it's just like chicken nuggets and like and uh and i remember i was sitting next to her and i was like oh hey like how come you're having chicken nuggets because no one else was I'm just like trying to have a conversation with a five-year-old and she's just like, oh, because she's like, oh, I'm because I'm a vegetarian. And I was like, so I was like, oh, we're having chicken nuggets. Oh, I'm a vegetarian. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, chicken's meat. And then like daggers from like across the table of my brother's wife, who was just like, oh, <laughs> and then like uh as soon as like their daughter's not paying attention to me she's just like that's the only like that's her only source of protein <laughs> like at dinner time it's those nuggets and i was like oh so oh, i get it she thinks she's a vegetarian she's like yes okay dumb kids that's hilarious mm-hmm. yeah i don't oddly enough today um uh, uh, Monroe, she'll eat. She'll eat. Mo- well, she'll eat meat depending on her mood. Yeah, she'll have steak. But like, you tell her she's eating chicken. She's like, ah, I don't. I don't like the classic kid. Like, I don't like that. Like, well, did you? You liked it last time, or you haven't tried it? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, so uh, we're pureeing some foods for the six month old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of them was pureed chicken. And I guess she gave it to. <laughs> she put it in Monroe's smoothie that she wanted. <laughs> She loved it. So. <laughs> That's the great thing about smoothies. They can be anything. They can be you put anything. Enough, you, you put enough fruit in there, man. Yeah. Oh, Overcomes the taste. All right. Mm-mm. Okay. It's time for the beer review. Those are good dad vlogs. This is a long episode. I, I this has been I, going long. Huh? This has been going long. I don't know how what the rate ranking or rating of this is going to be for this episode. Uh, my gut feeling is not good, but that's all good. I think it's been very interesting. It's been, I guess so. All right, Jordan. Uh, here I'll go first because I. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, we. I'm not gonna edit that out. <laughs> okay, so I had the bad tattoo juice bomb Nipa. Um, it was excellent. Definitely not as hoppy. <clears throat> Definitely very juicy. On a scale of uh, like a juicy. I, I like I like them juicy. Okay, so I I, I don't know. I want to give it a, like I don't want to give it a number ranking ranking, but I I don't have anything better on to do this. Okay, I'm gonna rank this on 
people I prefer to hang out with uh, because of my daughter. All right. So I'll rank this on uh, on a scale of her friends. So on a scale of uh, anti-vaxxer to normal people, I'm going to rank this a proper... This is a Rob Nicole Johnson beer. That's a very good score. Who is Rob that? <laughs> you don't know who they are. This is the horrible scale because no one can relate to any of them. Okay, fine. I'll t- put it as a number. Of uh, this is definitely like out of ten, I'd give this like a nine point two. Oh, that's a very a really good beer. It's a really good beer. Very impressed with it. Yeah, that's a very it's poor a poor review. It's actually high. The Robin Nicole Johnson higher. They're the like one of the few parents, but they don't really count. They're actually friends. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, like they're like swingers. They're not swingers at all. No, well, they're a certain kind of friend. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, I had the cherry bomb, cherry sour. It was quite delicious. You don't like cherries though. I hate cherries. This is right. I do like. Does cherry have a Jolly Rancher? They do. Or do they have a red one? Fuck, I don't know. The cherry, yeah, I think it's a cherry jelly. I love cherry jelly ranchers; they're really good. So this is one of the better sours I've actually had. So I will give it a seven point eight. Fantastic! I I would drink four of these. I think right now. You would four? I would. I drink four right weeknight. It's a Thursday, right? All right. All right. James. Um, I had the Prairie Fire Rashabire, which I commented as I was pouring out, it smelled like smoke. Ooh. smoke there's, where there's smoke, there's fire, buddy. Yeah. Was she spicy? Uh, no, that wasn't spicy. Um, I would say it was, it was good. I would give it a, uh, out of 10, I'd give it a uh, 7.5. Ah, pretty good. That's a B plus. Part of it is more like it's for its uniqueness, not necessarily it's. So the novelty sold it for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Gimmicky, but I buy the gimmick. Nice. Makes sense. All right. Well, this concludes an interesting episode of, hey, don't touch that. Uh... Another one in the books. Another one of the books. Man. I'm sure it'll come right. out in three weeks after where Brian finally gets it to me. I'll, I'm going to try to edit this relatively quickly. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Give us a review on iTunes. We'll see you next time. Good night or good day or good afternoon. Whenever you listen to this. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs>